Oh, hi, new voice. The Sunday Skypers. In this episode, we play a one-shot of Bring Wheel with our guest, Zach. The adventure is Twilight in the Duchy of Verdorben by Luke Crane and Thor Olivsrud, or something very like that. Enjoy. I could offer some some quickie Burning Wheel type stuff. I thought we start there, unless you know, unless you're really not not up for that. I'm sorry to spring that on you, but this is the first actual legit chance I've had to maybe actually play Burning Wheel. Yeah, so I mean, I'm it's going to jump on that unless I mean, unless you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, Ari, that's something we've played before quite a lot, right? Extensively, it wouldn't be. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine yeah. with Burning Wheel. I just. Yeah. Don't yeah. have a ready-made character. Yeah, and it takes a bit to make characters. Yeah. Which is which is why it will probably <laughs> be a smart idea to go with the uh, adventure burner pregens mm. and scenario. Like you, you wouldn't have the same kind of uh, freedom of choice, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, in characters. But uh, free structure. You, yeah, you, you'd get some uh, a feel for the system at least and how that works. We could do that. Uh, and that uh, kind of scenario is a kind of uh, <laughs> gritty, grimdark fantasy <laughs> and kind of an Eastern European-ish style. So think Warhammer fantasy or The Witcher or like stuff like that. Well, I will happily jump on any any pre-gen character you give and right, okay. lean into whatever it is. So, well, yeah. if, if you're all kind of cool with that basic premise, um, yeah, then we could go check out the characters. Okay, so there's a there's a sorceress, there is a hunter, uh, there is a knight, and there is a priest, a young priest. So Bryn uh, is the sorceress, Daniel is the uh, hunter, Gunter is the knight, and Theoden is the priest. Now the basic premise of uh, this little adventure uh, scenario, the scenario is called Trouble in Hoken, is that there's a village a remote village, and it is uh, reportedly plagued by a demon of some kind. And you've all either been asked uh, or ordered to investigate. So there's a kind of a party of adventurers feel. And uh, yeah, basically, you're, you're supposed to go to Hook and check out what's happening and deal with the problem, if any. Sounds good to me. Who's choosing what? Uh, which one did Ari pick? Theoden. I'm kind of leaning towards Bryn. So do you want to be the hunter, Daniel, or you want to be the uh, poor, low-born knight, Gunther? Uh, no? Gunther's kind of a, like a tank. Uh, he doesn't have very high skills, but he's tough, so that could be a bonus. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel, I think, is from the area, so he would know more about like the village and the surroundings if you want to be good at like tracking and knowing places. Bryn obviously has some sorceress... Uh, know-how in case you run into any kind of demon stuff. <laughs> on the off chance. Yes, yes, on the off chance that there are actually demons in Oaken. How about I pick Daniel? Okay, I'm Gunther. Now the first thing we're going to do uh, is to figure out relationships, and I think each of you have one written down, right? Under uh, the relationships y- heading. Yes, yeah. I have a dozen there. Yes. So somebody has yep. like a an evil uncle, and somebody else has <laughs> a, my father. I have my cousin who is an abbot. What does forbidden mean? For- forbidden means that it's some sort of not so savory relationship. Like it would get you into trouble if it were known. Like if you're like 
the the high bishop and and your best friend is like the bandit king that might gotcha. be a bad idea to right. to bandy about so i do not proclaim wildly that i have an evil necromancer uncle uncle you should, probably shouldn't say that aloud <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing is to figure out like how how do you think your particular relationship is tied to the situation do you think they're in town uh, did they compel you to undertake this quest? Did they send you on this quest? Are they looking to? Are you looking to impress them, or are you maybe investigating to see whether they are responsible um, for this calamity? In my case, it's my job. It literally is. I have sworn to my duke and my baron to serve as a loyal, honorable vassal. That sure. means, yeah, that's my job. Oh dear God, did I pick the leader? I picked the leader. All depends. All hell, leader. A, I think it's a fairly egalitarian. I mean, who's the leader when the demon comes out? Is that you or is it Bryn? <laughs> or, or Theoden. Who's the leader when you're lost in the woods? <laughs> think a little about like your relationship uh, that you have written down and what mm-hmm. what is your relationship to them? And, and were they the one who, to say, hey, you need to go do this thing? Or are you like, hmm, yeah. in my demon... Case, I- Necromancer uncle. Hmm. <laughs> Sadly, my relationship with my father is minor. Which, uh, yeah, all that means is that it's not <laughs> super important, right? Maybe he's a courtier. Maybe he's a he's a knight. Maybe he's um, an advisor to the duke. You you should know. That's kind of what I'm asking. I suspect my uncle's involved. Interesting. And if not involved, uh, like will become involved, and I'm not a fan of that. Okay, cool. That's a good one, Daniel. I think you have a mother. No, I have no mother. <laughs> oh, you also have a brother. Yes. Yeah, like obviously, uh, since since Daniel, you are from Hoken, uh, your mother would be living either in Hoken or near Hoken. There's trouble. I gotta protect. Yeah, I gotta protect mom. Yeah, she would possibly be at risk, or you know, you may want to know what's going on there. But she's like my deadbeat brother. Some brother Screw this some down. <laughs> I'm moving to the city. <laughs> The purpose of leaving two of your belief slots empty is to have a little belief workshop uh, mm. to teach you guys, uh, if you were new to Burning Wheel, and in the case of uh, our new guest, uh, that would be, well, somewhat true. The purpose is for you to write two beliefs. Now, you can see that the bottom belief is a kind of a conviction or, or an obligation of some kind. So now we're going to write two beliefs about the situation uh in in hoken uh and we're gonna write a belief about a relationship and this relationship could be it, sh- it should be either uh, your brother mother or your father gunter or um i haven't looked at theoden what did he oh his cousin yeah, yeah yeah one of the beliefs should be about a relationship and the way you write mm-hmm. a belief usually is you make a statement that represents a conviction right like my brother is a deadbeat and then you write an action statement following that statement. So I'm I need to check in. I'm I need to check in on my mother or something, right? I need to make sure that my mother is safe, for instance. That could be a relationship belief. Now, I want to extend to possible extra relationships if anybody is interested, right? And especially to Daniel. Uh, even though you already have two relationships, um, since you are from Hoken, you may be familiar with two of the uh, major players in town. Uh, one of them is the Voigt, or the kind of Polish 
Reeve Mayer of Hoken. Polish style. Uh, anyway, that could be a possible relationship. Uh, and also the Smith Angar uh, is a possible relationship that you might have. And I mean, I, c- I could also see the rest of you having a, somewhat a relationship. Like Gunter might be somebody who has a vague relationship with the with the the Reeve, right? The Voigt, in the sense that you run in the same kind of noble circles. But it's optional. If it's not interesting, rather, to you, that's that's the key here. Uh, it has to be interesting to you. You have to, well, as players, want to be interested in, like, hey, I want to I see what this uh, Martin is doing about the problem. Or I'm looking at my traits. One of my traits is Glory Hound. And I could have a belief that I'm looking to you know use this incident to prove my worthiness so that I can be elevated in court or something is that like a, that. Is that a character trait? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a die trait actually. Glory Hound. A glory Hound cannot restrain himself when he sees a chance for glory. He charges into into the fray, heedless of safety, tactics, or pl- or plans. He's a Leroy Jenkins. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to improve his position. His father is his father is some courtier, you know. And the only reason why he's a knight because his father got him in as a as a mm-hmm. squire, and now he's a knight. Got put air quotes around right. that one. So that would be the situational belief. Like this is your this yeah. is your chance to make something of yourself, make a name for yourself, maybe. This is my chance to make a name for myself by defeating this demon. Sure. Can can I ask a quick character trait question, and then I think I've got a belief. Absolutely. Um, so I've got the character trait of base humility. Right. I've also got a belief that's very much like I will obtain power. So <laughs> do those are those incongruous in the way they seem to be incongruous? So, so base humility is essentially like you will bow to those who are above you. Ah, um, okay. But only, only you know, it's base humility. It's not actual honest ah, humility, right? Okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> okay. I want a situational belief about the situation. Like, do you want to? Do you want to save the village? Do you want to extort the village? Do you want to? Uh, is there a particular thing you want to do with a potential demon? Is there a character you want to hold responsible? Sure. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking: There's arcane power here, and if I don't seize it, my uncle will. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. What kind of belief should the second one be? Uh, either the first or second should be a situational belief, and the other. Uh, Zach just uh, wrote a relationship belief about his uncle, right? There's power in Hoken, and, and unless you know Bryn goes for it, it's going to go to the evil uncle. So that that's kind of combining here and the relationship. Should I focus the second one on a... Well, know? a situation could be like, what what are you going to do about the townsfolk? Gotcha. Okay. Do about the, is there a particular... like? Do you want to confront somebody? Do you want to, Aha, you want to okay. hide that there's an, an incident here? Or like... Gotcha. Thank you. I'll work on that. You, be okay for us to think about a relationship with one of the other player characters. I would. I would recommend that you don't. Um, okay. In this particular scenario, uh, for for maximum ability to like hit uh, yeah. to bring in different yeah, yeah. relationships and and complicate things. Okay. <laughs> you you can totally write beliefs that are um, individually. You can write beliefs that that go against each other. So, let's say mm-hmm. that. Um, Maybe if Bryn would write something like, you know, I want to, like Bryn's belief about taking taking power here might go against something that Theoden wants. Like maybe Theoden wants to cleanse the place, right? Whereas Bryn might might want to tap into the power. So that's fine. That's cool, and and it will they'll they'll intersect in in uh, interesting ways that way. 
All right, I want to try on a second belief. I'm, I'm thinking something along the lines of like, uh, what you said there was a smith here. Yes. Uh, could it be something like the smith deals in arcane artifacts? I'll confront him about about this power or about releasing it. I could even just accuse him more directly. Um, Is that too relationy? Well, it, since it isn't a relationship, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's cool. It should probably be a belief about you have heard, uh, since there's mm-hmm. very little like confirmation. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I suspect the... the yeah. Uh, do you want to hear mine, or...? Yes, yes. Okay, belief number one is, I believe my cousin is in danger from this occurrence, thus I will prevent it from reaching him. Uh, okay. Seems and a little vague, but but we, we can start there. Cool. What's the I, I don't even know what the occurrence is, so yeah. <laughs> and belief number two is, I will spread the light of Tudum to all that I meet so that this situation, once again, I don't know what it is, cannot continue. Okay, let's, let's be even clear about the situation, then. Let's clarify. So... You've been sent to Hoken to deal with a problem that is probably a demon, or so you have heard. Mostly there's like a, a demon rampaging around here, or like there's a, there's a curse or something, uh, some, something ungodly, right? Which is essentially why you're here, because, you know, you bring the light of, of Tudum to the masses. But I think it's, it's, a, great, it's a great start to have your relationship uh, believed to be, uh, be about the abbot, right? Your cousin, because, you know, maybe... Maybe the reason you want to protect him is is not necessarily that it's going to boil out of proportion and then come attack him, but rather, if you want, it could be like this is something that he failed to contain previously, or it could be if you don't fix this for him, it's going to look bad for him and he may lose his position, right? That could be a possibility too. All right. Yeah, it's a little up to you what what, what you think would be more interesting. So I rewrote the first one. I believe my cousin is in danger from demonic influence, thus I'll prevent it from reaching him again. Okay, all right. Interesting. <laughs> I like it. Like, oh. I just healed you, don't you? <laughs> I see what you mean, okay. <laughs> I just cleaned up this place, yeah. So, so, Some, so who Something went the... down in the capital, and, and now maybe it's here again. Hmm. So who are the named NPCs that we know of in Hoken? Right. There's the Voigt Martin. Oh, is Voigt like a Lord Mayor or a Reeve or a or a bailiff? How do you spell Hoken. the name of the town? H O C H E N. So there's Voigt Martin Rayla and there's Anger the Smith. Most of the like prominent people in the in the village. Do do we make a conceptual difference between arcane, you know, like arcane and and like you know religious magic versus like the the heathen kind of. Devil magic is that something that the religious might do? For sure, there there's uh, stuff that's uh, obviously since we we have a necromancer written down in the um, mm-hmm. in the relationships. There's certainly maybe magic that isn't so savory. Uh, that's not the magic that you have been taught, but uh, I mean it's there, it's around. The difference between you and Theoden is that Theoden channels kind of the the spiritual essence of of Tudum. So. Uh, he cannot do like he's not as versatile as you. He can't do specific things like uh, protect himself from harm in the in the, in a specific sense that you can you, with your like you have that spell whatever it's called the touch not sublime or, flesh oh, whatever not, it was. Yeah, yeah. And if you have burning wheel gold, I recommend that you check out the the like spell chapter uh, yep, of yep. the human burning so you can see the spell particular particulars right he cannot do specific things like that but he can do miracles right and those can be things like silencing a sorcerer or healing somebody of 
their wounds, right? Magically or, or you know, mystically, divinely doing that. His powers are more broad, but they're also harder to do often. You often have lower obstacles. Okay. I have a much better belief, too. I will see to it that the light of Tudom penetrates the very heart of Hoken and destroys all demonic presence. Wow, okay. That is, uh, yeah, that's a metal belief. <laughs> <laughs> because my relationship with my father is minor, would this be fine that um, Voight Rayla, my third cousin on my father's side, is bringing shame to the family, and I must, and I must ret- return family honor. I, I must bring back, oh, okay. Uh, go ha- have some. I'll, I'll, I'll hammer this out a little bit more. Sure. So how are, how's our Daniel doing on the belief front? Couple that touch on a bit of both situation and relationship. Have trouble making in, ends meet. Dealing with the demon will help demonstrate my worth to the Voigt and get me more work. And as my poor mother is alone, I must ensure her safety. Excellent. Simple and direct. It's about what we have uh, time for. <laughs> so that's good. Yes, the third one we're given with here. The village is symbolic of all other villages in the duchy. If it falls to evil, the whole duchy will fall as well. Right. Oh, and I should probably say that um, the the name that they gave to the duchy is uh, Fedorben, which is German for spoiled or corrupt or ruined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not a predetermined uh, outcome at all. <laughs> Hoken is this village that lies in kind of the foothills uh, right before these like really high pointy mountains that are keeping all kinds of like bad shit at bay. Warhammer fantasy style. So now that we have our beliefs, uh, let's quickly check our instincts because these may be interesting to know. So if you can, you can go from instinct one to three, maybe start with Bryn. So one, when danger looms, protect myself with touch, not sublime flesh. Super wizard spell. So so basically at the first sign of danger, I'm going to protect myself. Is that what I take from that? Yeah. Yes, Sweet. magically protect yourself. Magically, yeah, with my yes. my custom spell. Uh, second one, when darkness falls, cast weird light into my staff. So yep. basically, I will have a lit staff. Gandalf yourself. And then finally, never let them forget I am a noble. <laughs> so be prepared. Uh, Nobles are coming. A lady. Better get practicing. So what about Daniel, your instincts? Your instincts are practice taxidermy, not on the hunt. Always bag something extra for mom. And always look for animal tracks. So you'll notice kind of a pattern here and that the instincts, these characters' instincts are like, oh, no, you're not kind of instincts, most of them, right? Mm -hmm. Where like, yeah, I can't go like, oh, you didn't cast Touch Not Sublime Flesh, so now I'm going to stab you in the back. Oh, no, no, you don't. Gotcha. Um, Okay. And and of course, like always look for animal tracks that might be useful. Um, or I don't know if practice taxidermy when not on the hunt is (laughs) useful always, but. I promise I was practicing. It is a reminder for certain things, and you'll see why when we get into things. How about our knight? How about your instincts? Always bow properly to my superiors. So get ready for lots make, of bowing there, Bryn. Always make sure I am in full harness for battle. Always look out for a good candidate to be my page or squire. That <laughs> Daniel looks very nice. <laughs> and Theoden. Always punish the wicked and kind for their evil deeds. <laughs> Never take up arms. That's a big one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, always pray for the souls of the dead when at service. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's it. Never take up arms one could be a problem. 
<laughs> now we should go over your your uh, prayers uh, since you have some. You can pray for a boon, and here's the cool thing about prayers, right? You can do them in addition to doing anything else. Uh, so you you can run away and pray. <laughs> <laughs> you you can hide and pray. You can fight and pray at the same time. So that's pretty cool. Uh, a sorcerer may have to concentrate and do arcane motions and such, right? Um, you don't have to. Uh, so your first thing is boon, right? So you can make an ability open-ended until the end of a scene, which is mm-hmm. pretty good. And the obstacle yep. is pretty low. Up so to, yeah. Yeah. And I think your faith is like five? Uh, yep. It's five. Yeah. So you have a pretty good ability to like, you know, hey, I want to open end this ability until the end of the scenes. I, I want to be a much better talker this time. Or I want to be, I want to make, um, what's his face, uh, Gunter really dangerous <laughs> for the scene or something, right? Then you have Blessing, slightly uh, more difficult with knob three. So you can add a die to any ability for one test or series of tests. Uh, aid. You get to add the margin of success to any ability except reflexes, circle, mortal wound, or resources. So you can like boost somebody who's who's going to roll. It's a better f- version of helping in case yep. you get a success. That is. Uh, oh, and something you should know is that faith is by definition open-ended. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, hindrance. This is what you do when a, a foul sorcerer is about to speak a curse at you, for instance. So you can you can make them hesitate. So they won't have to. They won't get to say what they were meant to say or going to say. Guidance, I think, is uh, you know if you're lost in the woods or if you're lost in a labyrinth or something, you can call for for aid to find the way out. Uh, now, a minor miracle is something you may want to get very familiar with, and this is yep. like bringing divine light, breaking spells, healing the wounded, mend a blade. Like this is serious stuff, right? So it's purification. Yes. Uh, so to drive out spirits and demons of strength or will of B5 or less, which is, yeah, pretty cool. This this is your, you know, the power of Tudum compels you. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, there's also usually when you make, when you, when you use prayers, usually when they take effect, there's something freaky that happens, like birds sing backwards, water flows backwards, like some, something freaky happens. Of course, there are consequences for not being very good in your faith, like your god may, may be like... Oh come on! You should you should fix your own shit. <laughs> right. There may also be you know interference from other entities if if uh, if things don't go your way. Theist, the, monotheistic or polytheistic? You are aware that there have been a bunch of other deities, probably pagan deities previously. Um, there are a bunch of other deities in other parts of the world, but uh, Vadorban uh, follows uh, Tudum. Now, on the Art and Epiphany side, which is the top right, uh, you can see that you start with two fake points and one persona point. We will get to how to spend them and play around with them uh, as, as play begins, but uh, basically you're, you're not terribly... You don't have a whole lot of currency uh, to begin with for this stuff, so you're going to have to rely a little on helping each other, but we'll get to that. So, uh, picture this snowy uh, winter landscape. Uh, you're up in the hills... Uh, in the distance, you have these really sharp, jaggedy mountains, uh, you know, French Alps kind of craziness. It gets dark early this time of year. So although it's not very late in the day, it's already getting dark. It's already, you know, the sky is already darkening. You can see, like from a distance, the uh, little points of light from the houses in Hoken as you are approaching. To approach Hoken, you have to cross a uh, river that comes down from the fells. 
uh, and there's a there's a bridge, a kind of roofed bridge. Martin Rayla, the Voigt, uh, is waiting for you there at the bridge when you when you come up. I guess Gunter is riding and and yeah, in maybe Bryn is also riding a, a, a borrowed horse <laughs> or something. But I think both Theoden and riding Daniel are probably on foot. And this, well, not this time and age, they're riding ponies. You know, that's a possibility too. Yeah. But basically, you know, you don't need to know much to drive a riding pony. Oh, do I have a war horse or do I just have a horse? Uh, what does it say on your sheet? It's a riding horse. Okay. okay. It says courser. So you have a riding horse and a courser. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And that makes sense. I'm riding. I'm on the riding horse. The courser is being, I'm towing him behind me. Yeah. I'll get off my horse and go and bow before my cousin. Voight Ryla. We have come, and I go up, and then I'll give him the you know the traditional arm manly arm arm grab. All right. <laughs> what is it true? Demons. So the Voigt is a, um, a man of average height. Uh, is a bit pale looking. He has uh, thin mustaches, dark hair. He has this kind of somewhat uh, unnerving fixed smile, and like he's mm. either constantly satisfied with himself or constantly worried about something trying to hide it so he responds in kind uh, fingers his like little heavy uh medallion of, of office and he looks all of you over and he looks back to you uh gunter and he says oh well what's your exact relationship you would be like i'm a cousin your third cousin so oh. he's on the father in my father's side so i figure miles gets to go yeah. to the father's side you're 20 yeah. something yeah right so he's uh, 25 he's, yeah yeah He's a little considerably older than you, like almost mm-hmm. 40. Oh, he's a, he's an old man. He doesn't have the appearance of like looking down on you or anything, but he he's clearly not, you know, too concerned with um uh, with you as a person presenting a problem or an issue, right? It's more like what you represent or what you're bringing with you. You get the feeling mm-hmm. that like okay, when when he says um cousin welcome, of course you are uh, you are welcome here. Uh but uh if you are riding on on behalf of the duke uh, and the court, um you are you are wasting your time. Everything everything here in uh in Hoken is is fine. There is no problem mm-hmm. here. Ooh. I I'll look him straight in the eye and say, Is that so? We have ridden long. We would we would like to have at least some you know, time to rest up before we return. Of course, of course. Like I said, you're welcome here. I will I will I will offer you my house. I'm I'm, I'm only sorry that you had to make this journey in vain. Well, lady, will my cousin's ho- uh, house be suitable for you? This is the void, and I, I suppose I at least know he has his. his does, does he get like an office house? Like, by, uh, uh, I mean, his house is going to be the fancier here, but this is like this yeah. is a little shit village in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Uh, Meaning, it is the best house, but it's basically <laughs> still nothing to look at. All right, I, I, I'll give the 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 least courteous nod I can. That'll still pass as yes. <laughs> uh, lead on. Personally, no complaints. It's better to have a place to stay than not have a place to stay. I have a feeling that Daniel would go, eh, huh, it doesn't bother me out here. Yeah. I'm expecting I don't get to sleep inside that house anyway. <laughs> so the first thing you notice when you when you cross the bridge and you enter uh, mm-hmm. the village proper is, um, of course, everything is snowed over. Uh, but you pass mm-hmm. a um, like a little shrine to Tudum uh, with like a, a, a depiction of the god kind of a heavenly god but how about theoden you tell us like what's the shape and what does tudum's uh, representation here look like like he's standing in a little 
alcove in this in this little shrine. For for starters, I don't think Tudum has a human shape. Okay. Or at least not completely human. I think he has the body of a lion, the face of a man with a bird beak. He has a huge uh, mane of feathers, no claws because he's not he's he's the gentle justice, and a scorpion sting at the end of his tail. Interesting. It's essentially a, a human faced chimera, and he's uh, he's typically depicted sitting up on two legs with his paws dangling down and having a uh, quarter staff with uh, his symbol on the end of it in his mouth. Yeah. Or, a se- or scepter. A scepter, yeah, that's, a, scepter. A scepter. <laughs> that's the word. Sorry. As we pass it, I will. I will make a. I'll make a little prayer. Oh, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pray in front of it. Theoden, the first thing you notice when you come there is that it's kind of oversnowed, and um, there's really not a whole lot of activity around it. Like there are no footprints. Nobody's brushed the snow off it. It looks kind of neglected. Well, that mm. will be my first task. To brush the snow <laughs> off of it. So, brush the you... snow off of it, kind of clear out the donation areas. I'm worried about this now. Oh, the people here do not like Tudum, apparently. <laughs> We're going to have to fix this. So Martin, the void, he, he uh, look, he, I mean, you, you stop and you do this and he starts to rub his arms and he's like, yeah, yeah, please, cousin, it's, it's cold. We should get out of the cold. That can wait. Kudum can never wait. Yeah, I, I sort of give him a side eye so the, our god can wait. We cannot serve <laughs> our god if we die from pneumonia, surely. Then continue on and I will catch up. You'll need no way to his home. I'll, I'll stand by you and take Lady Brennan. Daniel, and I will take the bring Brother Theoden when he's done here. He looks a little nervous, and then uh, kind of like he hunches up. And he's like, "Well, I suppose we m- might as well wait." <laughs> he clearly doesn't <laughs> want to, but yeah, he doesn't want us to be alone without supervision. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch this whole back and forth, and kind of roll my eyes at the whole thing. Like <laughs> you're all being silly. But do I have anything I, I could see. use as an offering? Does uh, two don't take offerings or votives or? Yes, he takes offerings. Well, he takes com- symbolic offerings. Like he doesn't want you to offer food that is better used to to feed yourself with. But could you can like, like a, do. Could it be like a low low uh, denomination coin? It could be. It's just it's just a token of your faith. He needs. If I've been following him for this long, I probably have some fake food or something in my in my gear. <laughs> some fake food? What? <laughs> some like clay buns or something. Or wax food. Or wax yeah. food, yeah. Okay, so it's like a... Okay, it's, it's not a real sacrifice. It's a symbolic sacrifice, okay. That's what... Isn't that literally what I just said? <laughs> yeah. I, I like that it's been formalized into... Yeah. We don't want real food, but we do want fake food. I like that. There's, <laughs> there's, enti- there's entire monks out there whose only job is to make sacri- make sacrificial fake food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. So, so it's a small it's a small shrine, so it's it doesn't take a whole lot of time to like you know wipe, wipe off the yeah. snow and and leave offerings if that's what you you guys have in mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't need food, but I will leave a coin. I will leave a piece of wax wax fruit. While we're stopped here, I'm I wander a little away from the group, just kind of taking in what I can see of the the village because I've well, I'm here quite frequently, so I'm just like looking for any changes since I was last here. Since it's uh, kind of dark now, uh, and the main village is a little ways away still, uh, what you do notice in sense in its, in terms of difference is mainly that you see fewer lights in the village, right? So 
either their house is abandoned or or uh, they've already turned in, do notice that there are a couple of fences that that are broken and nobody seems to have bothered to. I mean, it's not the season really, but still, like it seems maybe uh, they they've let the fences around the fields fall into disrepair. Okay. Oh yeah, well, another thing that you've heard, I should have said that. I, I mean, I kind of uh, I, I I agreed with John when he suggested there was famine, but yes, there is definitely there has been famine in this area uh, for a while. And oh, I, ne- I never said that. I didn't say that. Uh, you said it's just not it's not the only problem in Hoken, right? Okay. So I. Oh, I yeah. I said yes, but I didn't. I wasn't clear, maybe on that. So there are signs of that as well. There, there isn't, you know, any animals, nothing like that. Does anybody of you have the village of Hokenwise? If I don't have it, I doubt anybody else does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could, uh, you could beginners luck test it if you want to. Sure, why not? So that would be a perception test, and let's call it a graduated test. So however many successes you generate is, is the depth of information you get. This is what you know of Hoken, and you can then you can then compare it to what you see, right? A whopping one. A whopping one. It's dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Since it's beginner's luck, that is that means probably that you don't get any successes. Yeah. So it's it's very dark. <laughs> Maybe you were never really interested in the village very much. Like maybe hunting is what you do. Right, and the villagers are like uppity people who don't care much about <laughs> hunters. <laughs> uppity villager folk. <laughs> Snooty villagers. <laughs> I must be insufferable. <laughs> okay, that's that's kind of what you get while they're while they're finishing off their pray, praying and fixing the shrine. Well, once they've like cleaned it off and cleared it out, I will as as a, as a token of etiquette at the very least go mm-hmm. lay a small coin or something <laughs> that is the extent of my helping with this shrine though <laughs> martin is like everything good i'll look, I'll look to theoden he's, he's just finishing up his last prayer and he's gonna stand up brush the snow off his uh robes. so while when you're doing the prayer like uh martin is standing there kind of like tuco from from good bad and the ugly like and he's do, kind of doing the mock prayer and the he doesn't quite know that <laughs> <laughs> The symbols, like he's just kind of doing it, like, and then when it's clear that you're done, it's like, okay, this way. When you start moving into the village proper, uh, it starts to become apparent that something is is seriously wrong. Uh, you can see uh, many of the houses are uh, a good half, any at least. Uh, and it's not a huge village, right? It's maybe twenty houses plus a long ha- hall or a long long house, and uh, a good half of them are empty. Uh, some of them look like they've been like smashed in. In places, uh, most of them are wood. Uh, there are big, like claw marks. You think uh, along kind of like walls, door openings, that kind of thing. Don't yeah. like this. Don't like this at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is this is this is blaspheming to me. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Put a hand on your shoulder and say. Probably looks like, physically uncomfortable or physically ill yeah. right now. <laughs> later, later. But. And Martin is muttering about, yeah, hurry, hurry, we must out of this cold. We, yes, let's yeah. go warm. I will stable my horses. There's probably like a small stables that's built into the, like, quote-unquote manor house. <laughs> he he helps you insofar as, like, uh, you know, points out where everything is, and then he hurries in inside. Rest you go, and I will take care of the horses. Oh, thank and I you. take care of the horses. And I will head yeah. in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I guess I'll head inside too. With yes. with trepidation, with trepidation. I'll help him 
take care of the horses and then say, I'd like to go see, check on my mother. I nod my head. You going to stay there with your, at your mother's? I'm going to stay there or uh, stay here in the, the stables. If you see anything, don't take it on yourself. Yes, sir. So 30 minutes later, I come inside cold and looking for something warm and warm and hot to drink and eat. It's not a big place. He has some like tiny side rooms that he can offer. Uh, and he has a big main room. That's the first room you get into with the yeah. uh, seating and table and, and a fireplace and a, and a stew pot. So he's he's uh, handed out stew to everybody. I still I have not taken my armor off. <laughs> of course. I guess I'll... Doubting the, the stew is... Is it any good? Sounds like there's some famine going on. Is it mostly water? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Martin has the advantage of being the Voight, so (laughs) there's a certain amount of tax, um, taxation bonus, right? You know, he, he... He's yeah. probably the affluent person here, uh, but even so, being affluent, like there's maybe some some hint of game meat uh, in the stew pot, but not a lot. And the rest is like stored grains and ve- vegetables. Probably yeah. some of them weren't really the highest quality when he stuck them in the stew. I, I will enjoy his his tax privilege to the best of my ability. It has Basically. absolutely no seasoning. Oh, oh no salt. Oh wow, None. nothing. It's it's food, everybody. It's yeah. it's it's food. <laughs> Be grateful for the food you have. Tudum provides. We can have a little scene here with you guys and Martin, and then we can hop over to um to Daniel going to visit his mother, if, if that's okay with yeah. you guys. So the first thing Martin is like, once you're in, after however long it takes for you to unsaddle your horses, mm-hmm. yeah, Martin lights a pipe and he sort of or lingers by the fire in the stew pot, uh, warming his hands, and then he kind of nervously like goes, so you'll be leaving in the morning then? I assume so. Yes. Uh, is, um, there, is there anything you think I can help you with? Uh, do, do you need you know, new shoes for the horses or um, so feed, maybe? We don't have our, much, but... Our horses are well shod. Probably some feed in the morning because we don't want hungry horses. <laughs> Some new boots would be nice. <laughs> um, leather, fine. Leather. I'm, I'm, I'm not Gloves. sure. <laughs> we are equipped to to uh, satisfy, uh, milady. Uh, My lady Jess. Eden <laughs> uh, gives a, a very, very polite. Uh, I don't know if you could smile innocently, but it's definitely not a sinister motive smile. If you would uh, provide a small rug for me to. Uh, use for my prayers uh yes uh I, I like he like dusts off like an old ratty sheepskin hands it over thank there you, you so very much uh, Two, don't be praised <laughs> he's gonna go off in the corner and pray <laughs> <laughs> does, does martin relax so, at all once now that he's inside or is he still no, got the not yeah, at all he is exactly the same like uh, he has the same nervousness I do try to engage him in some small talk about things like the upcoming thaw and in spring and what crops they plan to plant and so forth. You know, just you know, small talk between nobles. Are you gonna bring up uh, the whole family shame issue? Not yet. It, is it a, is there something a, that it's uh, between? In, is it a more private thing? Yeah, yeah, that, that's more likely. It's it's more private. Yeah, I am I am skirting and dancing around the subject though. I keep mentioning about harvest and and I guess you do some lumber lumbering here maybe. Well, why don't you test Hoken wise? I don't have it, so it's perception. Yes. 
Ooh, two successes. So that's one success then, considering beginner's luck. Probably your father informed you, or like you, uh, since you're related, you probably know that from, via your family that uh, Hoken produces wheat, barley, and goats. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much what's around. There are probably yeah. other villages nearby who do logging, but... So this really isn't a forest around here. This is more farmland. Yeah, the in the immediate there. vicinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of hill, hilly farmland. There are forests, yeah. but they're closer up to the mountains. Yeah. Would I know that you two have like a family personal thing that maybe you wouldn't want to discuss with me around? Or is that something I'm just unaware of? Let's go with unaware of. I will sit and disdainfully <laughs> eat my stew. Do you yeah. want to notice something like that? Yeah, I mean, if, if if they're skirting around something and I can notice that they're not comfortable talking with me around, I, I may manufacture a reason yeah. to go out. Because a lot of my small talk is about running the village. If it's just cool to say I noticed that, I'd like to. Otherwise, let me know uh, what I let, to do. Let's just have it be a straight perception test versus sure. versus uh, Gunter's will. Bam. Yeah. So three for you. So first, you succeed with one success. So yeah, you're a noble. You've been you've spent enough time at court to know when people are like avoiding subjects. After I notice that, I will I will politely you know excuse myself to right, one of the side rooms. You are a highborn noble, and you outrank okay. everyone here. <laughs> it's true. She would basically get his room, wouldn't she? I'm going to demand it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he won't complain. No worries. I will retire then. <laughs> you get a. Slightly ratty-smelling uh, room with a large bed, and uh, there's one of those like copper uh, mattress warmers uh, with coals mm-hmm. that you can like heat up, stick yeah. under your mattress. And so yeah, Bryn retires. What what do you do there, uh, Gunter? I'll hunch closer to my cousin. All right, those houses are abandoned out there. What's going on? Well, cousin, you know it's been a hard couple of years. People move to the city as you are surely aware and uh well according to the last the last census this was a full town all those houses were were filled what's happened i mean those doors are broken down some of those doors are broken down is this story of the demon true are you hiding something no no cousin uh, not at all you understand that sometimes uh, when things are hard uh, and, and people leave they the other villagers they think there might be things to eat or 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 take in the old houses. So that's that's all it is, really. Uh, you know, and sometimes we need. Unfortunately, this is a hard winter. We need the the fuel. I lean back. There's been talk in the court about finding a new void for Hoken. <laughs> if you want to, you can do a versus falsehood <laughs> test here to see if uh, to notice that Ooh. he's totally and utterly lying through his teeth. So that's an and actual skill. You can, you can take two bonus dice. No, is that it's not hard to figure out. Um, or is that just a perception? Yeah, that would be perception, beginner's luck, but you get plus two dice. Ooh, five successes. But it's a versus test, right? So you get two successes. Oh, you're in luck, buddy. <laughs> Despite his being an excellent liar, <laughs> all of these things that he's saying are totally reasonable, but you've seen the claw clawing. You've seen how one or two of the walls were clearly pushed in. And a lot of debris were left there. So if they were looking for fuel for fires, they didn't pick any up. He's he's hiding some, totally lying. And then you well, then you go like the Voight uh, thing. But I mean, now you confirmed, you know for sure he's lying about all this. When I mentioned that, the look on his face uh, is like, oh shit. Yeah, it's pretty naked desperation actually. Well, you you must, you, cousin, you must convince them that that there's nothing wrong here. That that there's no cause to get rid of the Voight. 
or or, uh, or appoint someone else. It's push a soggy vegetable in my stew around and look at him. Perhaps we should stay here a day or two just to confirm that. Then, well, what is there to confirm? I mean, I don't you don't you trust me, cousin? Or do I have to go back to the Duke and report to him that my cousin is an inept ruler of this village? <laughs> do you have any kind of like? Uh, I mean, oh, I think God. this is persuasion, but you could, if you had persuasion, you could fork in intimidation. I don't um, have either. Yeah, so uh, you, we can do beginner's luck. Uh, so the obstacle is going to be four, which is double to eight. Persuasion. Will. Oh, what's my will? Four. And it's, but I got four yeah, successes out of four. Yeah? And yeah, six. Yeah, what the hate? Spend that fate point. That's five successes. Unfortunately, it is not eight. So I think Martin, he appears concerned. And I really should have been, uh, this is something I, I keep forgetting whenever we go back to Burning Wheel, because it's usually, it's been a while. Uh, I'm supposed to say, I'm supposed to give you some some elements of like what might happen if you succeed or fail. Uh, yeah. In this case, when you fail, Martin uh, nods uh, to himself and, and uh, he kind of, uh, you know, he looks down into the stew and thumbs his mustache and uh, he says, yes, yes. Per- all right, all right. Uh, a, a day or two, three, meh. It won't make a difference, I suppose. And of course, being being oblivious to the fact that he's uh, not talking to me, or oh, that he might ideas. have other ideas, right? Like, it seems to you that yeah, 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 I mean, totally, yeah, yep, I got him. Over my beautifully coiffed hair, I think I will be retiring. Then I look over at Brother Theoden, who's busy praying, and he, and I don't know he if he overheard. Oh, I'm or done. Not. I'm I'm almost done. I'm like I've yeah, yeah. I've been listening. But I've not been saying anything. Because <laughs> my lord comes above all. In the morning, then. Good night, cousin. And I'll head to one of the side rooms. And spend 15, 20 minutes getting my damn armor off because I don't have a page to help me. <laughs> so um, let's go to Daniel, right? So Daniel's moving out into the snow, into the village, and uh, looking for the house that his mother lives in. To you, this kind of looks like, you know, an out-of-control animal attack. The, the houses that have been ruined. That's your, that's your kind of first impression. But you, if you want to know more, you'd have to investigate. I think I need to get to my mother's house first. So I'm hurrying to get there. Her house is one of those houses that are uh, still standing. Uh, and there's a, there's a candle burning um, inside. Uh, and as you approach, uh, you can hear this hacking cough. That's not good. <laughs> so I'll uh, go and knock because I hope she has the door barred with all this going on. <laughs> so you hear a weak voice calling out, Jochen, is that you? Come in. It's Daniel, mother. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> right. Hack, hack. Um, come in, come in. Going in. How bad is she looking? So, uh, yeah, the door is unlatched. The house is kind of not the warmest. There is a fire going, but it's kind of dying out. Uh, she is in bed. Uh, she looks very pale and kind of hollow-eyed, dark-ringed eyes. She has a cloth up to her mouth, and she's sort of hacking, coughing into it, kind of propped up on on uh, straw pillows. And she says, "I, I thought you might be Hoken. He's been Jochen. <laughs> Hoken. I thought you might be the village. <laughs> <laughs> she's delirious. <laughs> might be Jochen coming by with soup. Uh, it's good to see you, my boy. Sit down. Sit down." I did uh, bring you a little something, and I pulled some food out of my bag for her. Uh, you always were a good boy, Daniel. The village looks terrible. What's What's been going on here? I I don't know. There has been a lot of screaming and, and noise at night. The The others, 
they have they're very tight-lipped Jochen doesn't say anything he just clams up when I ask I think a few of the others have gotten sick too don't know what it is maybe it's just this famine nothing to eat you know Jochen is who? Oh, Jochen, I mean, it's, it's one of the villagers. Uh, maybe you have a big... Yeah, somebody I'd know. Uh, yeah, maybe passingly. Like, like maybe he's one of the barley farmers. You know, maybe two houses down or something. No one's significant. Somebody else I might need to talk to. Sure. Uh, she attempts to make, uh, you know, basic conversation about, like, where you have been and what you've been doing and what brings you by this time and so forth. While I'm talking to her, I'll like, uh, go about fixing up the fire a bit and, uh, stuff cracks. Basically, we're doing upkeep on the cabin here. Excellent. I don't think we need to test anything for that. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you test? You don't have observation, do you? Do not. No. Okay. We'll do beginner's luck observation. So perception, but uh, double the obstacle when you're, you know, moving about, listening to your mother. Peering out through the windows, fixing the fixing the the drafty window frame, right? Four, so two, two successes. Let me see. Go outside and look around to bring in some more firewood. Yeah, I have to make a roll apparently. So let's do that. Oh yeah, so you're out back, you're picking up firewood, and you go around the house again, and you see like two, three people uh, moving toward the longhouse at the center of the village. And uh, uh, they're kind of like, um, I mean, obviously it's cold and it's nighttime, so you don't see anything in, you know, specific, but you notice some people with a lantern, like hurrying off to the longhouse in, in a way that would indicate a covert meeting or something, right? It looks like a little s- suspicious. I'll bring the, the firewood in, see that the mother's well-situated, and then I'll try to sneak over to the longhouse. Okay. Cutting back to our innocent priest. Once you've finished your prayer, praying, what do you do? Do you, do you turn in for the night? Do you, do you sit a vigil or? Oh, I'm definitely turning in for the night. I know I'm going to need to be on my A game tomorrow. Okay. So I'd like uh, to write a letter to my cousin though. Okay. So before I go uh, to sleep, why don't all of you in the, in Martin's house <sighs> test uh, perception uh, an observation, which is, which, yeah, well, it, it's going to be perception. I don't think any of you have observation, right? As a skill. No. no. So it's going to be uh, being learned. And uh, if you succeed, uh, you're going to notice some freaky shit. If you don't, then, uh, well, you're, you know, you're falling a snooze, finishing your letter writing. Two for Bryn, one for Gunter. Uh, since it's beginner's <laughs> luck, it, that's one success for Bryn. It's no successes for Gunter, and it's one success for Theoden. Our sneaky sneak sneak. That is a tie, which means you are the defenders. So, yeah, I think um, Theoden, you're up writing, right? Uh, and I guess, are you, what was going on in Bryn's uh, chateau? <laughs> I'm probably trying to make this damnable bed warmer work. All right. I have other people do this usually. So, the two of you, you hear. The surreptitious creaking of Martin Rayla's front door and it closing. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to get up and go look at that. I'm definitely casting touch not sublime flesh on myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do not trust this guy and his fear of the cold. <laughs> so let me see. Uh, touch not sublime flesh, flesh. That is sustained duration. Okay, so as long as you concentrate, you have one less uh, fort. 
if you go down to stats, you'll see that you have willpower, yep. agility. Yeah. As long as you concentrate on on having it on, uh, you have one less fort. But that's all, right? Okay. What do, what does that look like like for our our viewers in TV land? Right. So I've got the staff, and I I want want to go the route of you know, my spell casting is very gesture based. So it's mm. uh I imagine I have to take the staff and and kind of do a a ceremonial spin about myself. It kind of creates a. a you know, it's kind of like a, a circle of protection that then mm. shrinks in on myself. Very visual. Mm. People, I mean, it's very clear that this is happening. Ah, okay. So you do the one. You see, so you do the Wonder Woman twirl and yeah, totally. <laughs> and then it's just like, whoop, all right. Does it leave anything, any visual like thing in the air or around you after it's cast, or is it imperceptible? Um, I imagine for for a short while after it's cast, yes, you can, you can certainly tell. There's sort of a, a a dusting or a misting that is you know dissipates. Um, and after that, you'd have to Sparkle. know what you're looking for. Exactly. Ooh. Like, you know, with some light, if you know where to look, like, oh, that's a little shinier than it should be. But other than that, no. So, yeah, Theoden, you notice some, like, weird lights coming out from under the, the spring, under uh, the gap between the floor <laughs> and, and <laughs> Martin Rayla's bedroom door. Well, I uh, think I'm going to go check that out. But then I guess Bryn comes out, right? Yeah, I'll, I will come out. I mean, I'm not sneaky. I will go out at that point. <laughs> <laughs> You see the uh, stew pot is uh, unattended, uh, and Martin Rayla is nowhere to be found. Oh, I guess I'm going to go wake people up. So you, you head over and into... Uh, <laughs> is this like Gunther's... five minutes after he took off his armor? Like <laughs> yeah, he's crawled into bed, like he's taking everything off, he's good and ready, and then knock, knock, knock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sit up, I'm actually in my nightshirt and looking over, what? There's something going on out here, I think we should probably check it out. Get up, light a candle, go out. I even have a nightcap. <laughs> My lady, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not properly dressed. Well, hurry up then. Our host is missing. Did you check one of the other rooms? I will not respond, as I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you look pointedly at Theoden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll check the other bedrooms real quick. Yeah, no Daniel, no, no Martin. Well, Daniel's probably with his mother, so give me a minute. And I go back to my bedroom, <laughs> and you hear the dubious sounds of armor being put on, because I am doing my instinct. Look do you guys want to stay and wait for Gunter, or...? <laughs> yeah, I'll stay. I'm going to go do a little exploring at the very least. Look out the door, see if I can see tracks or anything. I so will you, stay and... Let's have Bryn uh, pop out and have a look-see. You don't have tracking, do you? Nope, I rely on others for. Um, uh, you don't see anything. It's 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 dark. Uh, the snow has a tendency to make to provide this like neat ambient kind of like it's not as dark as it would be if there were no snow. But it's been fairly solidly trampled about in the village. So uh, if you wanted to like get a lead on where Martin might have gone, or if, if several people got came here and collected him or something, right? That would be like, tracking, which is okay. perception, I think. I, I'll have my like wizard staff out and weird lighting at this point. All right, let's do perception again. <laughs> Bam! I perceive two successes, which I guess turns into one success. Yes, you notice some newer tracks. Like there's there's one there's this like little area of the front of the house that's fairly well trampled, and there's a little spot where nobody's gone, and uh, you see you know the pretty clear boot print of uh, Martin's right there in the middle of the, mm-hmm. the clear spot, and it's in, pointed toward the center of the village. All right. Um, I'll report back in, and it looks, looks like he's headed to the center of town. You waiting, Theoden? I will come with you. 
Just as you hear me yell, yell this would go faster if someone were to help me. <laughs> I'll look back at Theoden <laughs> for that. <laughs> Very well. We cut back to Daniel, who's uh, following the others, the sneaky villagers, heading for the longhouse. By the time you get to the kind of center of village there, Daniel, they've already headed inside. And uh, you can see that uh, uh, there are lights on inside. There aren't a whole lot of like windows or anything. It's more like cracks, the odd crack here and there. You know that there is a big-ish front door, uh, and you know there is a back door where all the like firewood is piled. So you have two different entrances that you could go to if you wish. Try to sneak in the back. Why don't you test perception for me, Ob two? Oh, yeah, make it even. The beginning's luck. <laughs> two sixes as well. Not that you need them. You get to the back door and you kind of you open it a little bit and you can see into um, this long house, which is the the kind of council place, right? It's not really a place where anybody lives. It's more like the the place where everybody goes to hold their village meetings and the occasional uh, you know uh, celebration. We can see pretty much the entire village is gathered here. Well, a good two thirds at least. They all seem to be ringed around. Oh, they have like torches and candles and such, uh, and the odd farming implement, like a hoe, skinning knives, that kind of thing. And uh, they're all kind of ringed around Martin, and uh, Martin is facing uh, Angar the smith. You can hear them like jibber-jabbering about uh, about interlopers and interferers. It's kind of a, like a low noise, kind of a, this mess of voices until Angar like tells everybody to shut up. And then he points with his blacksmith's hammer at uh, Martin, like he kind of jabs him in the chest. You brought them here. It's your fault. You are going to have to do something about this now. And Martin's like, people, please, listen, we we can get rid of them. Uh, it, it's not that bad. It, it's I, it, my cousin. I know I know. I can persuade him to, to see things, um, to, to overlook this whole thing. It's not, it, it's really not that, that bad. But Angar, apparently, you know, he's not having it. So he says, they've come here, and the goddess was already upset. Think about how much more upset she is now that they are trudging about. And if she, it is discovered that, we, that we've abandoned uh, Tudum for her, what would happen to the village? We cannot let them leave. And it's clearly clear that they're kind of working up to maybe do something about you. Yeah. Did I hear the name of, the name of this other... No, they only said the goddess. I will then slip back out and make my way toward where the others are staying. All right. So think about the time when you're done putting on your armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daniel, sort of, uh, yeah. pays you a visit. Ah, Daniel, we were going to, I was hoping that you'd come back. How's your mother? Not, uh, there, we have problems with the, in the village. The villagers <laughs> are worshiping some other goddess and you know, looking for, looking at, uh, that Theoden, there's some secret involving it, and they're looking to get rid of us to hide the secret. Putting my helmet on. Where are they? Pretty much the whole village in the in the longhouse. Pull my sword out. Check it's check the edge. You know, fire might work better. <laughs> First, we need to we need to find the one who brought this new goddess here. I will disagree, but remain silent. <laughs> Theoden, how do we deal with heretics? Depends on the type of heretic. Abandoning the Tudum and, and worshiping a new god? You burned them! <laughs> okay. The longhouse, is made from, the longhouse is made of wood, correct? And I smile. 
And then grab a lot and grab a faggot from the fire. They can so no Brin, longer be saved. So Bryn, <laughs> wow, that whole cool. village sounds like it might include that smith that you were looking yeah. to talk to. Yeah, if they're all dead, there's no power to be gained. <laughs> How confident are you they can't be saved, Theoden? I would have to examine them for myself. And it's my cousin. Throw the, the, the wood back in the fireplace. We have to at least judge them before we burn them. <laughs> <laughs> if our mere presence causes them to flee to the longhouse, surely we can get them back there later. But yes, let's let's hold <laughs> off on anything too rash at the moment. So there's like 10 families left, so that's about at least, what, 40 people? Am I right? About right? It could have been like 30, 40 people in the longhouse, yeah. That includes children. Uh, you didn't You didn't see any young children there. Daniel. Oh, good. No war crimes. Daniel, I, I assume we all saw the claws in the houses. Did any sign on what caused that? Presumably this new goddess. Ugh. Yeah, obviously there, there's more going on than people just worshipping another god. Just killing all of them is not going to solve the problem. Before we go confronting them, brother, can you give us a blessing? Of course. Anything we can do to make our make give us a better chance, yeah. You intend uh, to confront them all tonight? Yes. The Smith seemed to be the leader, the one confronting your cousin. Maybe getting him alone and talking to him would be useful. I agree. Where does the Smith live? I look at Daniel, <laughs> hoping one of you knows. Yeah, I, I can show you where. That's not where he is right now. He's in the longhouse, which, from what you said. Unless he sways them all to march on us immediately, he will probably be going back to his home. And likely alone, or at least in fewer numbers. Yeah. Why don't we go wait for him there, so we can talk about his meddlings. Oh, and looking at your boon makes everything open-ended. Blessings give us an extra die. I'm looking at it. A boon is for yourself. A blessing is for somebody mm. else. I think I'll do blessing, then. Okay, so, so you then you have to choose if you want to bless a person, a beast, a device, or tool. Depends a little on your, your religious idiom. Person. And if you do, you get to grant plus 1d to a stat, a skill, a health, or steel test for uh, the duration of an intent. So... If it's a battle, it's for the entire battle. If it's for a persuasion test, then it's just that test. It's not hard for you to do, so you could hold off and see. Yeah, I'll hold um, off. I'll hold like, off. It doesn't take a whole lot of actions. Like It takes three heartbeats for you to speak that prayer. Swords out to the longhouse. Oh, okay, so it's the longhouse. You're not going to... No, he may, he may say that. I'm leading yeah. him to the Smith house. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, I realize, Daniel, this is not the longhouse. Uh, he's Lancelot from, from uh, the Holy Grail. Don't worry, you'll get to your idiom soon enough. <laughs> I, I'm certainly, certainly going to look around interesting bits of sorcerous material. Once you get out there and you start moving toward the smith's house... I'm going to try to lead them in a the stealthiest path where they're not going to get observed by people coming out of the longhouse. Let have the worst of you test either stealthy or inconspicuous. That's me, because I'm in full plate armor. Probably, yes. Can I help if he's unskilled? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So what is that, agility? Speed. Speed. So it's five dice. Oh, no. Sorry. Four in armor. So it's actually four dice. And do I help him then with the stat or the skill? Uh, you, you help with the skill. You should be able to help with beginner's luck, right? Seems extremely unfair otherwise. <laughs> But I don't remember. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that this time. Anybody else uh, who doesn't have this 
you can also help with um, with your speed. You know, though, I would be more help to him just using my speed than my stealth skill. Like, because my speed is six, so I would give him two die where my stealth is four, where I where I'm just give him one, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Unfortunately, you've already opened your skill. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> In this wonderfully, super, intricately, perfectly designed system, that seems a flaw. <laughs> so I got five dice now. Uh, anyone's going to help me as I clink along? Yeah, I mean, I would love to help. My speed is four. I'm not sure if that helps. <laughs> uh, so that means you give dice. him an extra die. Is Theoden going to help me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll help yeah. you. So it means I'm at seven dice. All right, five successes. Okay. Yeah. Remember, I, you have uh, you have two sixes here. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'll, roll I'll for them my, first. Okay. Uh, see what they roll first before I spend fate points. Okay. Uh, since you're in luck, uh, they they don't have anything. So it's just a speed versus perception test. Two and one six, which it's not gonna help them. So against all odds, you manage to make <laughs> make it. We maneuver the tin can. <laughs> you make it to the blacksmith's house and just manage to close the door be- before you see like a group of villagers uh, moving toward Martin Rayla's house, uh, and they're all carrying you know pitchforks and uh, torches. Oh, torches, yeah. yeah. So I'll stand by the door, you know, sort out just in case. Okay, do do what you need to do here. There's about fifteen of them out there. Right. So. You hear some some like pitter patter behind you, of uh, little feet, and you see like sleep drunk girl, maybe seven, in a nightshirt. She's sort of blinking up and going, "Papa, is that you?" He'll be back in a little bit. Go back to bed. Who are you, people? Friends, dear girl. He'll be back. You smell funny. <laughs> you can thank the void for that. I've got shit all over. <laughs> She starts reaching for like the almost dead hearth fire to kind of get some uh-huh. some light in here. You could, of course, you know, try to persuade her. That, oh no, 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 it's cool. Let's just go back to bed. I I'd like to try and shepherd her back to bed. Sure. How do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd you know head over, you know, kneel next to her and uh, gently push her shoulders away while talking very kindly. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it, it's okay, dear. Why don't you go back to bed? Your father will be back soon. He he had to go out out to the longhouse. He sent us back to check on you. I think that would be a persuasion test. All right, I have nothing. <laughs> I have falsehood. <laughs> Do you have falsehood? Yeah, well, I, yeah. I could go with falsehood, too. You are lying. <laughs> I, I am lying. I have falsehood, too, or the stat. I don't know which, which I would use there. Anybody with an applicable skill could help you. Anyone want to help convince this little girl that she just needs to go be asleep? I don't have any applicable skills. <laughs> the only thing I closest I got is oratory, but that's more of me speechifying yeah. than anything else, so that's not going to help. Oh, we're losing Ari. Yeah. yeah. Best luck. No. Okay, I will. We'll, we'll sock puppet uh, Theoden, I guess. Yeah. Let's have Theoden actually help it. Um, because Theoden is the, the talky character. Fair enough. Theoden uh, will uh, you know, say it's, it's, it's fine, child. Uh, he, he spouts some religious doctrine thing about going to bed early, right? Excellent. And, and that, the importance of that. So um, five, when you help with five, that's the threshold, right? Do not remember. Yeah, five gives you help. You give two. Yeah, five or better. Okay, so you get two two dice from... Um, All right, so four? Yes. Four total? 
And uh, the obstacle, I think, is two. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only <optimistic>. <laughs> The evil sorceress. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about time to go That's evil sparkles. sorceress, I think. Go to bed, my pretty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll eat, I mean, see you later. It's not that bad. I mean, you, you handle yourselves really well. It's just that you, you caught this little girl at a mm-hmm. very bad time. And so you you touch her and shepherd her away. And she's like, don't, don't touch me. I don't know you. Stranger! And so she starts <laughs> screaming like as she runs off. Mommy, mommy, stranger! What do you guys do? Uh, <laughs> I look around for a piece of timber that braced the door. <laughs> I, I will follow her. <laughs> this is such a wonderfully screwed up situation. <laughs> you guys can hear rustling in a different part, part of the house. I'm going, I, I think, Bren, we're going to wherever, if she's going to wake somebody else up, we're going there. Okay. You catch her uh, crawling up into the bed where her mother is sort of dr- sleep drunkenly uh, getting up. Uh, you have the drop on them, so, you know, whatever you want to do, there you go. <laughs> I think there's probably a good chance that I know her name. Maybe I've seen her because I've probably have been to the Smith before. Sure. What's her name? Uh, Patrika. Patrika? Okay. Patrika, calm down. You know there's something wrong in the village, and we're here to help. Tell us what you know about it. <laughs> Sounds like persuasion, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> beginner's luck. I think Theoden comes in after and, you know, says in, in Tudum's name, you must speak the truth. <laughs> no woman. He's not that forceful. It's more like uh, he he uh, he has the the sword of Tudum hanging over her, essentially. Uh, so you get two dice from him helping you. Obstacle, I think, is going to be three. And you do it, right? Well, beginner's luck, though, right? Yeah. So I think oh. you're going to have to explode a six. Okay, we'll try that. Explode that six. Do I just have one? I have two sixes. Excellent. And I do it. Ah, cool. And Would both of them were sixes. <laughs> so they <laughs> explode again, technically speaking. If it'll help. Yeah, why not? Let's say you work patiently. <laughs> nope. But you get one success over the obstacle. See, we brought the holy man to help re- reclaim the village. <laughs> <laughs> so she clutches her daughter in her arms and, and she uh, says, da- Daniel? Yes. You know, your husband has been involved in this and you want to save him, right? We can help. Just be honest with us. Uh, She says, I I shouldn't say anything. It could be dangerous. They could come for all of us. If you don't tell us, they will come for all of us in time anyway. Now is the time to speak to stop it. In fact, I think they're coming for all of us. (laughs) Right now, it's just Uh, at a different place. I mean, she looks around and and she sees all of the people here in her her house and it's, you know, it's not a hard (laughs) <laughs> it's not a strange this is not a big house either yeah you know it's like uh-huh. yeah. um, i'm at the door still is there if yeah. there's a window nearby i'm gonna look through it and see if anyone's coming hitting this way probably you like know, a, just... like a little hatch in the door itself there are no like big huge windows unfortunately <laughs> if you peer out into the darkness you see like a blot of people and well okay they had torches yeah you see a congregation of people around uh, Martin Rayla's house, and that's what's going on right now. I go, they're at Martin's house right now. Patrika will say, uh, you have to understand, Daniel, it was, it, it's been a hard couple of years. You, you know we've had trouble with our crops and meeting tax quotas. Tudum didn't seem to do anything for us, so this peddler had idols, brought idols and stories of a, of a goddess from the south. Fertility goddess, you see, she would make the fields fertile again. 
and she nods to a little shelf above the bed, and you can see like a little idol, clay idol, sitting there in the I'm dimness. <laughs> uh, so when you, you when you pick it up, you see that it's like it's this fat woman, kind of like imagine a woman after childbirth. Uh, she has eight breast pairs of breasts. No, four pairs of breasts. So eight breasts, and she has the head of a hippopotamus. Patricia says, "We've made," and she looks very like sh- ashamed of herself uh, when she says sacrifices. But I don't know if it has helped. The others, some of the others, they're not convinced it's the best course, but. Anger says we have to keep trying. If this is discovered, you understand, they'll burn all of us. How does Theoden react to that? Yeah. What is his... Burn uh, them! Burn them! Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, unfortunately so, right? He's, he's like, you can see him. Maybe he's not screaming it out because he's a little bit of a, an innocent, but... Yeah, I think he's chewing on his lip. Like, he's l- waiting to let loose some, like, this is blasphemy kind of thing. But, um... So he's waiting for, for the whole thing to uh, play out first. How big is this idol on the wall? Are the, oh, are it's, like, it's palm-sized. It, it can fit inside your hand, right? This little idol. Excellent. I take it. <laughs> Onwards. <laughs> What's happening outside, Daniel? Why did you come here? Because the Duke was concerned about the troubles here and sent these people to investigate. Yes, but why are you in my house? Because your husband is an important leader in this. <laughs> because your husband will be here soon, and we intend to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> By this time, right, Gunter, you can hear uh, like an, a bit of an uproar. Uh, and uh, if you peer mm-hmm. out, you can see di- different groups. Like they're forming little groups. There, there are maybe mm, 30 of them. They're forming different smaller groups and heading out around the village. And uh, Angar is, is like waving his blacksmith's hammer around, like directing people to go search for you, pres- presumably. <laughs> he has, you know, he's a hammer in one hand and he's holding Martin by the scruff of his neck. Like somebody is going to be held responsible regardless. Okay, they just discovered we're not at Martin's. It won't take too long for them to start searching the houses. Kunter, I have an idea. Can Can you take off the barricade and... As soon as someone gets in, put it back in place. I look at the stout oaken chair. Yeah. All right. Let's trap them in here with us. <laughs> I hold a finger up and said, one, how many? Even I, and I hold my sword up, can only ha- deal with so many. I can keep the door closed for a little while as I shake my staff mm-hmm. a little bit. Ah, but yeah. hopefully, if they enter the door freely, it will not be suspicious you know, that they're when they search the house and we'll buy some time. If we barricade the door, they'll know we're here. Okay, you plan to do some, I wiggle my fingers, you know, <laughs> magic. I, I right. can I, bind I, the door to your to your barricade. Yeah. Bind the door I'll, to its frame. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the chair off and sit back where I got it from and sort of stand where if the door opens up, I will be behind the door when it opens up. So you're, you're essentially just uh, making a trap for them. Yeah. Okay. Or at least Hopefully, a few of them. Um, Hopefully, ang- anger. If we have a little Angar. time, I would certainly s- start searching for anything else he's got in his workshop. I- I've got family secret wise. I don't know if that would help me search for family secrets in here. Hmm. Uh, I suspect there's more than just this one idol. That would be more like uh, knowing, secrets. yeah, knowing about family secrets. Fair enough. Uh, what I else? Gently ransack the place. <laughs> <laughs> gently. I don't think it's a it's a test. You you don't nec- you don't p- pick up anything in particular that isn't like farm 
Okay. Farm yeah. life uh, Smith crap. Patricia will will um, calm her daughter and um, keep out of the way. Do you have uh, any extra blankets, Patricia? <laughs> Why? I'll shake my staff again. Magic. <laughs> she just looks at you very blankly, like she doesn't understand. Like, if there's any blanket that is one they're not using, I'll take that one. Otherwise, I'll just take the one that they've got. There so may be a spare, the, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's the little girl's blanket for her bed if she has her own bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Just something that I could wrap a person in. I'm going to get a lot of use out of this binding spell. <laughs> <laughs> After waiting a bit, you uh, you hear some people approaching. They sound agitated. They're kind of hissing to each other. Can't necessarily make out exactly what they're saying. Do you hide inside? What, what, how did you prepare except for, you know, Gunter standing behind uh, the door? Uh, I, I would I, like to hide. Yeah, I agree. We leave. No candles lit or anything. This was the same state it was when we came. Gotcha. Hearing maybe uh, uh, Theoden and uh, Bryn are in the, the little, like, side room, with the, the, the bedroom, essentially. Mm-hmm. And maybe Daniel and, and uh, Gunter are hiding in the, the main room. Yeah, far corner, I guess. Yeah, like uh, in in the sense of like being out uh, out of sight. Okay, so you hear somebody walk up to the door. You hear somebody try the latch. Presume presuming you left it open, yeah. they push it open. I guess if you're in the at the far side of the room there, Daniel, you can see a yeah, well, the kind of dark silhouette of a villager. Somebody's behind him. He has a pitchfork. He's like peering inside. He's calling out, Patrika, you in there? And you know, Bryn, she's looking up to you like. Yeah, I I will give her a a nod of like, answer. (laughs) Act like we're not here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so she's like, uh, uh, what is it? Anger, is that you? You hear him go like, uh, no woman. Is there anyone else in there? No, just me and the girl. And I'm going to test. (laughs) Or <laughs> like searching the houses. Two successes. Oh, two dice. Yay! And she needs to spend her fate to uh, open that six. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you assume so much. The uh, that would be beginner's luck. It should be one. So yeah, no, no. Actually, uh, she's not beginner's luck. Like she actually has falsehood too. Um, <laughs> then he goes. Uh, Are you safe? Have you heard anything? The whole, it goes from being a, a potential spear to like uh, upright and kind of takes a half step inside, mm-hmm. like peers around in the in the dimness. <laughs> and he calls over his, his shoulder, Jochen, get, get a torch. So we'll spring the trap I, when I, needed. I, I can't see if Jochen is going, but I, I'm going count count to two in, in my head, then reach around and grab whoever it is by, by, mm-hmm. the, by the collar and yank him in and shut and close the door. Awesome. Versus power. I do have brawling, but my power is five. Power. This is pure power. like grabbing, pulling. Unless you want to grab him and dash his head against the heart. No, no. I'm going to yank, <laughs> yank him. Well, got two successes, but I got six. But we'll see what he rolls first. Yes, his power, two successes. You can Ooh. break the tie. I'll pop that six and spend my last fate point. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and again. And another six, yeah. Why not? Uh, oh, oh, well. There we go. You beat yeah. him at least. So you yeah. do. You yoink. You pull him inside. You slam the door. Maybe put your back into it. Uh, you hear some swearing from outside. Bryn. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to bind the door <laughs> to the frame. That is it's a flat triangle. difficulty, right? Flat two, flat yeah. Yep. Uh, Against my sorcery or actions? Yes, it's it's a sorcery test. Ooh, but pop that six. So I use my faint point and one d six. No, nope. So not quite. You don't get any successes. Okay, Wait. this is interesting. I haven't well, I played a one, whole lot. Right? I haven't played a whole lot one with six. the magic system in many years. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, got one success. So um, I think you should test for tax first and foremost, since you uh, you have to summon the the energy to manifest the spell, right? All right. Regardless of whether you succeed or not, right? Yeah, yeah. So the obstacle is a spell's obstacle of two, and okay. since you are maintaining your touch knot, I assume you're still maintaining. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You have four fort uh, against two. Go two successes. Excellent. So you suffer no ill effects. I think what you feel is like you feel the energy of the spell being siphoned away into the idol. Yeah, yeah. I will I will curse under my breath and make to throw it in the fire, but I don't know <laughs> if I can do that now. <laughs> Our solution to this whole other religion seems to be leaning towards in the fire, so. <laughs> yeah. So uh, mo- um, the next moment, right, the, the guy is, are you holding on to him? Uh, oh, yeah. He's starting to struggle in your grip, and someone else is hurling themselves against them, themselves against the door. Can I deal with one at a time? So I'm gonna punch the guy in my ha- I'm gonna punch the guy in the face in front of me. That's definitely brawling at this point. I think uh, I think uh, we're gonna do it this way. He is is currently in your power, so I think the the first and foremost obstacle is like keeping the the guy out. The other guy out. Okay. So this was a bit, bit of a surprise. I'll I'll be generous, but he's yeah. going to be a problem in a moment. Make a power versus test. See if you can keep the door closed. All right. Zero successes. Oh, dear. <laughs> very determined. Uh, he just gets one, so that's <laughs> all he needed. Uh, I uh, guess yeah, I guess and... this represents the guy struggling as you are like holding on to him. <laughs> So the door comes open uh, a bit, and mm-hmm. uh, Jochen tumbles in with his his torch. And uh, you you fall kind of to the side to the floor. You're still holding on to the other guy, right? And he's sort yeah. of kicking and struggling in your grip. Daniel, you're in the corner. What do you do? You can hear people like shouting, like they're they're in Anger's house. I throw a javelin at uh, the guy Jochen. <laughs> the guy's been feeding your mother. <laughs> what it gets? Test your javelin. Hey, close quarters. Taking advantage, die. <laughs> it's dark. Okay. Yeah. The best laid traps. Let's do a speed test on on his behalf. Oh. Oh dear God. So he just like he tumbles <laughs> in and then he sees you like loading up, <laughs> doing the throw, and then he's like <gasps> just narrowly throws himself to the floor. Right. The the torch goes rolling away, sets fire to some sack. He's up on cat-like, like, whoa, in a moment. What would Theoden do? Because he's there. Let's not forget Theoden. I think that's the point where he would probably end up doing a, like a blessing on one of us. I think he starts to do his uh, whole tudom idiom, like blah, 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 prayer. He has his little prayer book and his little rod and his staff or whatever. Uh, that's how many... His actions equal to uh, the obstacle. So he's starting to do something. Let's see what you're doing there. And I remember that I actually have a sword in my hand. So basically, I got him in my left hand. I was going to punch him with my right hand with the sword. You know, basically, with the hilt of the sword. Kick this guy out of the, you know, just kick him. 
kneeing like, him or something? Because you're kind of on the yeah, side, on the floor, holding on to him. Yes, aim for the vulnerables. Yeah, that's brawling for sure. He's going to try uh, to poke your eyes out or something, like try to, try to get at your eye over his shoulder. Let's do it a, a versus yeah. brawling Ooh, test. Two successes. Ooh, oh, so. And all of them are sixes. It's too bad for him that he doesn't have faith. Because he could have really, like, totally blinded you there. <laughs> but I think yeah, he yeah. pokes you in the eye, right? And mm-hmm. and you go, ah! And that's enough to get him loose from your from your grip. Uh, Bryn, how about you? Do any of them have visible weapons on them of the two? Or just uh, yeah, the, the guy uh, who came in first, he's dropped his, his farming implement. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jochen has a skinning knife in his belt, but he hasn't gone for it yet. Well, then I'll go for it. Uh, I'd like to try and cast Call of Iron and take it away from him. Yeah, go for it. Bam. Oh, what is this? <laughs> Damn, and I no don't... sixes. It's so No, unfair. that's just a failure. Yeah. This is a so, magical so remember... void. Yeah. I will say, welcome to Burning Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you reach out again. You know, you concentrate and you reach out again. And again, you feel like how this, it, all the effort you're putting into the spell is being siphoned off into this, yeah. uh, like, idol that's in the fire. Well, it's not quite a fire. It's more like you, you threw it on embers. the <laughs> on the embers. <laughs> so it's lying there smoking, but it's still sucking up um, your spell. Was it clay? Was it clay? Yeah, it was clay. Yeah, I so guess it's it, going to be yeah. cracking soon. Daniel. My opinion on this demon is changing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daniel. So Jochen is up uh, on his feet. Uh, he's dropped his uh, torch. It's uh, it's set the light to a sack. You know, there's there's more light in the room now. <laughs> Your javelin is like poking out of the the doorpost. I do. The only thing I can do is hawk another javelin at him. Hey, you can always beginner's luck everything. Yeah, I know, and that will go <laughs> horribly. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's much better. Okay. Oh, hey, you do with one margin of success. Yes, which means you do a superficial hit. So since it's a ranged weapon, you roll a uh, die of fate to see how bad it is. Roll a d6. Two? Two. Uh, unfortunately, that is an incidental. So that's a... I mean, a b3 wound is still not nothing. That's a superficial wound. So I think you... The javelin, like, glances off his ribs, and you can see him go, Ah! You little shit! And then he reaches for his uh, his knife, and he gets it out. But uh, he had to spend uh, all his energy and momentum to avoiding, you know, getting javelined to the wall. Uh, so he's not jumping for you yet. And this is when Theod- Theoden finishes his prayer, whatever it is. And he points with two fingers to... Uh, not quite like finger pistols, but more of, more of a like religious two finger yeah. gesture. Mm-hmm. Um, points to uh, Jochen, and Jochen like freezes in place. And he's like, "Let's see what you're doing there on the floor." Well, I'm going to stand up. That's all. Well, stand up and then kick him. Still brawling, yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, let's do let's do uh, brawling plus one ob. Because I I have the high ground. Yes. Plus one ob <laughs> obstacle. Oh, plus one ob. And <laughs> um, what's my obstacle? Um, well, it's going to be whatever he does when he rolls. Oh, yeah. So, I got one success. Yay. <laughs> no. So, three. So, so, I'm uh, back in my ass again. Yes, you, you attempt to get up and give him a good uh, thrashing or something. Uh, and he, like, tackles you. Uh, and you go, like, sit down hard. Oh, he, I don't oh, think you take any. Me. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you take any damage. But now he's on top of you, and he's like he's working uh, to get like a stranglehold under your helmet. 
looks pretty bad from that direction. I have oh. yet to let go of my sword. <laughs> He's not holding your arm or anything. That's next next round. <laughs> so Bryn, frustrations galore. Yeah, I'm gonna run over to the fire and like try to grab a brick That's or it? something and smash that that totem. <laughs> I want it dead. Sure, you can, you can grab like a like a cast iron pot and like yeah, yeah. you do it. You do Excellent. it. Excellent. Cool. Like it's, it just shatters in a, in in a lot of pieces. And embers <laughs> everywhere. Can I scoop up a few embers with the last of my move? Yeah, sure. Sweet pot of embers. <laughs> <laughs> What's that useful for? I don't know. She's a sorceress. <laughs> All right, so Daniel, your 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 poor target opponent is is immobile. Go take his knife away from him and start stomping out the fire. All right, so I think Theoden he's not into the yeah. I think he starts to attempt to pray again, and now he's clearly focused on the guy who's who's attempting to get a stranglehold on Monsieur Knight. So let's see what you're yeah. doing there. Uh, this is so. the point where he's trying to strangle me. Uh, sword and he's hand, trying to I'm get a stranglehold on you. He's on top of you, right? So he's trying to get at you. I'm, I'm basically going to hit him with the sword, which is also just a three. I'm not very good with a sword yet. I'm going to say plus one ob because of the awkward angle. Like, you can still bash mm-hmm. him the hilt and stuff pretty well. If, if you would so rather I, brawl, uh, I'll give you the full on. No, it's probably better off hitting him with the sword, but hitting him as a bludgeon rather than as a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a brawling yeah. implement, yeah. Yeah, because at this you, point, you I can, can't get You can fork in sword if you want to. That, that that would be fair, like, since you have one. All right. Uh, yeah. would be more okay. effective. Uh, this gives me an extra die then. Yeah, gonna, he's going to try to, you know, ward that off and get that uh, stranglehold on you. Yep, got two this time. Ooh, but I, I, think, I think you're defending, technically, since uh, yeah. you're trying to get him off yeah. you, so... I think you do swat at him, uh, but it's it's mm-hmm. like it, it's not something that does damage. You just get him off you. So yeah, yeah. You, you bash him at the side of the head. His grip comes off, and uh, you know you yeah you have a chance to get on your feet. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll scramble to my feet. Uh, how many actions? Uh, oh, for that. Right. Okay. Hindrance. So you're stamping out the the fire over there, Daniel, uh, and the worst is out, and that's when you catch like Jochen, like uh, kind of staggering. Uh, as if he's released from some some grip, and he's looking around like, whoa, whoa, whoa. everybody, calm down. The other guy uh, is, you know, holding the side of his head, uh, looking to Jochen like, what the shit are you doing? Hold the knife towards Jochen to threaten him with it. Daniel, Daniel, right? Yes. I, I bring food to your mother. Don't, don't. I, I mean, and you came here to kill us, so. No, no, I, I wasn't. He's sort of like looking askance at uh, the other guy on the floor, floor like obviously, <laughs> like he can't say what he kind of means to say because he, <laughs> the other guy's watching. But he's like, oh, we're just going to have a talk with you, you know? Well, then let's talk. Yeah, uh, I mean, you'll have to talk to Angar. Yeah, he doesn't seem that interested in talking. He was seemed to be the one who wanted to get with the hammering. I, I can't really do much. I'm not. I don't have any clout here. You, you know. If you can bring Angar here alone, we'll talk to him. If he's going to bring the whole village down on us, it's going to end badly. Probably already called for everybody. They, they'll know you're here. Then tell them we went elsewhere. Yes. Then we will go elsewhere. Lead him to maybe there's some abandoned cabin or something that's a ways out of town. Uh, you can hear activity outside, like so. It's not like um, these were not the only two. 
So, uh, and you, yeah, and you yeah. heard before somebody calling like, they're, da- they're Danger's house, right? You'd have to kind of, I don't know, you know, make a hole somewhere and slip away if you want to slip away, all of you. But He does it with Smithy. There may be a, a way out through the Smithy. Well, I, I got my sword pointed at the other guy at this point. It's going hand-to-hand, and it's going against the guy in full armor with a sword. You got any plans beyond that? I mean, we, we were already there. Bryn, you got anything? I was getting ready to put mm-hmm. pulse on someone. <laughs> <laughs> and then bind them to the close. Uh, you want us out, or you want to greet them here? You can always go, you know, take a hostage. We don't take hostages. I will look sternly at you. <laughs> so Theoden looks at you, and he's like... <laughs> These are not hostages. They're heretics. Yeah, most of them out there. And maybe those in here. But if those out there think these are hostages, we're okay. They may not care. Yeah, that's we, what I'm worried about. Hostages. You think anger won't care about his wife, says Theoden? <laughs> are we willing to bet our lives on that? His child? I mean, I'll look at Daniel. I don't know this guy. Well, I obviously don't know him as well as I thought I did. <laughs> You got the reason why they turned away from Tudom, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they Can't were dying. Survive. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't yeah. have survived otherwise. Uh, at least that's what they think. So clearly they're they're taking extreme measures to survive and protect each other. And that's what they're doing now, trying to capture you. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly have ample reason to care about each other. But, but do they care enough? I mean, it's a fair question. Do they care enough that they might be able... They might be willing to sacrifice a few people. Anger seems to be yeah. the leader what you've, from what you've seen. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he would be most susceptible in this situation. My suspicions were right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, either we go out or we barricade in the bedroom. So you hear, you hear the familiar voice of your cousin, Gunter, from outside. Cousin, are you in there? I'll look at, at the guy on the floor. Stand over there. Walk over. Uh, to stand in the door frame, look out and say, I am here. You have forsaken Tudum. <laughs> so there's a whole host of villagers there. They have their, their pitchforks and their knives and their torches. And uh, Martin is standing in, in front and uh, kind of behind and to the right. You have uh, Angar, the smith. And Angar's hand is on Martin's shoulder. And Martin's like, uh, you have to understand uh, it's hard out here. We're family. You can't. You can't. Forsake family, surely. You know what will happen when this word gets back to the Duke. They will raise this village to the ground. You, you have a choice, cousin. You don't have to tell them anything. Uh, surely, we we are such close kin. We, we care enough about each other, yes? I have a sworn duty to the Duke. I cannot turn away. While he's talking there, I want to talk to, um, um what's his name? Uh, the Smith? No. Uh, Yaquin. Oh, Yaquin, okay. What's been going on with the attacks here? Looks like beasts have been attacking the village. I think the goddess is angry with us, uh, sending beasts and mad, mad animals attacking us. Probably her demons. The sacrifices probably weren't enough. What did you sacrifice? Uh, He looks ashamed. Like he doesn't want to say. You do have, I mean, you've noticed that there are the people in the houses wouldn't have been. I mean, they they would be very cramped if they uh, if they'd all moved into like each other's houses. Mm-hmm. I will mutter on my under my breath, like, could it even take a worthwhile goddess? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm offering them: if you renounce re- renounce your sins, we will you will be we may look kindly upon you and not and not raise this village to the ground. So, anger, uh, you know, he says, enough of this. We are many, you are few. Hand Can over. I- 
hand over my family and we won't murder all of you. <laughs> I can cast binding through like anything that could clearly hear my voice, right? Uh, it's like in presence, presence range or whatever. Uh, I think you'd have to see whatever you're Oh, you have to see them? Okay. Yeah. You can stand behind me if you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold off on that thought. I will not. Uh, mm-hmm. I will, however, go in back towards the bedroom and not hand over his family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to use oratory to rouse the villagers against Angor by pointing out how this goddess of theirs is not helping them. In fact, it's cursing yeah. them. It's causing them more trouble than any blessing she may give them. She's not a fertility goddess. She's a goddess of death along those lines. I'm going to use my oratory skill All right. and see if I, I can rouse the rabble. Once you start launching into that kind of thing, I'd like to hear you roleplay that, of course. But once you start launching into that, then I think uh, Theoden will pipe up as well. Like he'll, you know, he'll punctuate whatever you're saying with the appropriate, uh, you know, religious castigation. Preach it, brother. (laughs) Basically, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to say, Uh, this goddess of yours, is she helping you? No. Look, half the families are are gone. You, you, you are starving to death. What blessings has she brought you? She's brought nothing but curses to your to your village. Renounce this false goddess and return to the light of Te- of Tudem, and his blessings will be amongst you. Speak for he will see that you have. <laughs> yet, for he will see that you have renounced a false goddess and returned to his blessing. Now you're you're addressing yourself to the villagers as a whole, right? And not, yes. not Angar specifically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm basically I'm basically I'm trying to turn him against Angar. Yeah. It's it's your oratory. Do you yeah. have mm-hmm. any kind of forks that you think would be appropriate? Let's see where I can where I can bullshit in. Uh, <laughs> I have ancient history. I can talk about. I can fork in. You know the what has happened to other false false gods and so forth in the past. Talk about how in in Warsaw there was a cult again. John, were... Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> <laughs> we're not in Europe. Inspired. I know. <laughs> I can't come up with a good, good fake name of a city or something wow. like that. In the past, where thing cults had cropped up and they've all been been taken down by Tut- by Tudum's uh, light. Can I fork in ancient history at that point? Sure, maybe there was a wicked city that uh, that was returned mm-hmm. to the light or something. Sure, sure, and take two for uh, Theoden's situation. And I am a noble. <laughs> I have the market privilege. Wouldn't that give me a plus one also? Ah. Uh, not in this in- instance. Oh, poo. Well, <laughs> two extra dice, so I get a total of five dice. Yeah. Uh, obstacle is five. Uh, Can I help no at all? Or? Oh, yeah, if if you have uh, uh, an idea or I've a got skill. rhetoric. I mean, I'd like to borrow sure. the pragmatic lines of, like, this is strictly worse than a famine. Like, it's like a famine and then some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll buy that. What's your, what's your rhetoric at? Uh, only three. Yep, that, that gives well, me six dice, dice then. So, yeah. Won't work, but I, I find it humorous that I can maybe throw in haggling in that. Well, if you guys just give up Angor, then uh, the rest of you are okay. You know, we're haggling the price down. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny enough that I, I totally, I, yeah, yes, go for it, <laughs> totally. So I, that'd be seven, you know, seven dice you just then, give right? Up Angor and <laughs> what kind of deal here? Sadly, it's none of these are open ended, so. Uh, I have to roll w- really well for this to work. Because I have no faith left. With, with all of the, the bonuses, right? You spent your persona? Yeah, I'll spend my one persona and give myself eight. If you succeed, you're going you're gonna to turn the villagers against Angor. If you don't succeed, bad things will happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Tudum. Guide my dice. I wow. got five. 
Son of a biscuit, I don't got I wish I had a fade point because I would pop that six. But uh, the obstacle was five, right? So Yeah. So it. Oh, it is five. Yes. I do it. Yay! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I succeeded. <laughs> there there is a momentary like uh, murmur among in the crowd and anger is, you know, arguing against you to them. Uh, like speaking nonsense, and they will burn us all, and, and so on and so forth. And but they're not having it, and and uh, they end up getting into this this brawl <laughs> where he dashes for you first, but then somebody grabs like grabs the back of him, and he doesn't make it all the way to you. Like he goes face first down into the snow outside uh, home, and they're like they're punching and kicking him and like dragging him up and, and holding him like and he's got a bloodied nose and he looks at you as like you'll regret this you'll all regret this and mm-hmm. martin is like oh all right okay very good <laughs> um i'll just, just walk over him and look down at look down at angar you know i mean totally ignoring martin yeah and then look at the crowd where's the shrine um somebody like we have one under the longhouse what should we do? And they're looking as much to you as to Theoden, right? Oh, Theoden would probably say burn it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's no... I mean, that's his belief. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I, yeah. I look you. down and I put the and I point my sword and him. Hold on. <laughs> that may be worthwhile, but we don't know that just burning it will... I know. turn around, my sword's, oh, my sword's out in front of me. I look at you and say, my lady, with all respect, shut up. And I turn back. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, shots fired. Uh-oh. I'm going to bind his feet to the ground. Ooh. <laughs> Let's see if you succeed. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, no, this is the time when you succeed. Trust me, this is when you succeed. Yeah, succeed. <laughs> <laughs> All that armor, it gives me lots of target. And then I still do the tax, right? Uh, yes. Hey, yes. look at that. So yeah, suddenly, you, yeah, you're stuck to the ground there. And this is obvious, right? You you can see that you're doing uh, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and it's not a case of me just taking my boots off. I'm stuck to the ground. Is that the way it works? Uh, it's it's metal to, to earth, so I guess you could like it's strictly your armor. I think I don't think yeah. it can affect people. So yeah, you, you're welcome uh, to take your boots off. So do, yeah, do you have a point that you, that you want to convey after you root him to the ground? <laughs> yes. I will say we deal with the idol first, then you can have your fun. And then I will make towards the longhouse and release you as I pass. Eyes are closed. You know, I'm just going, you, you can just hear me going, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> Pull my visor down and, and then I wait and then I go, okay, idle first. Bind him to the villagers and we head for the longhouse. Okay. <laughs> the only spell I can successfully cast against an ally. <laughs> What you find when you when you move to the longhouse uh, and and drag Angar and and everyone with you and the villagers show you is uh, there's an earthen cellar and they've put a kind of shrine down there similar to uh, the one uh, to Tudom at the at the uh, foot of the village. Uh, it's a larger clay figure. There are like uh, little offerings there. It, it's blood spattered. There are a couple of skulls at at the figure's feet. That kind of thing. It looks like completely and utterly reverse to dumb, <laughs> like uh, yeah. whatever satanic that, would be in this in this terminology. Daniel, do you have an axe? Well, you have an axe, actually, Gunter. Oh yeah, I pull my I pull the axe out, flip it around so I'm not going to dull the blade, and start smashing the statue. Yeah, 
Theoden is uh, after you're done smashing it. Theoden, you know, he's he he looks utterly repulsed, and he starts <laughs> collecting himself for this big purification thing, and and he starts to speak the the high word, the high mm-hmm. language of of Tudum, and the whole like the the pieces and shards of this thing they start to glow and then they start to smoke and suddenly there's like this roaring fire uh and it's just like weirdly and supernaturally melting everything mm-hmm. including the little alcove that was there uh and there's just this blinding light that everybody has to like ah oh, cover their eyes and then um yeah it's just like a, a black seared mess down there afterwards with nothing is recognizable he glassed it and theoden looks very pleased with himself as it comes up out of the Earth seller. And now he says, now for now justice for the yeah, the heretic or whatever. Yeah, uh what do you guys do? Are, are do you do you just like build a pyre for uh for Angor? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean it's gonna be in the morning. We're not gonna do it right now, but you know, I, I think in the morning we'll have a proper, you know, build a proper pyre, put drive a stake, you know, the whole nine yards. Let's make a day out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get info from the, the 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 rest of the villagers? I mean, how how adamant was Agnar in all of this? Did he bring it? Was he just trying to you know survive the winter? I'll be honest. Like Bryn's a little pissed that our god only seems to be good at cleansing. He's clearly <laughs> failed this this entire village. <laughs> Subtle inquiries uh, here and there. They'll they'll clearly tell you that uh, you know they honestly believe that this would be the way. They they speak of a peddler that came to town and how Angar. Uh, spoke with him and they that idols were brought in he told you know anger told tales via the peddler like he's told them like this peddler told me about this other thing this goddess of the south would bring fertility for sacrifice oh speaking of idols we want to collect them all oh yeah sure yeah that that goes in the park too yeah so the you know it's it's approaching midnight when you've collected all the crap <laughs> and uh yeah so the villagers essentially looking for you to, to you for any kind of leadership or organization at the moment, right? And they're like, you know, what do we do mm-hmm. with that? Where do we put him? Where do we put the mm-hmm. idols? Uh, we could probably hold him down in that cellar till the morning. All right. I'll go up to Brain and like, you know, my lady, if you could help me relocate my mother to a, to a better place, I could help you track down this peddler if you're interested. That would be wise. I, I will and I'm, accept your offer as if it were the logical thing to do. <laughs> And I will stand vigil at the entrance to the cellar until morning. So you, you get things no. vaguely organized, right? Uh, into put anger under guard. Uh, you get every everybody mm-hmm. to relinquish their idols. Maybe Theoden ha- does his little thing with them. He, yeah, is more or less okay with what's happening. But it's clear that he had maybe wanted to put some more people to a pyre. Um, <laughs> I do want to ask Theoden if he's at all worried that the, this this demon hasn't lost its power here. Like, are they... Is, you know, is there going to be an attack during the night or anything? Well, I think he will tell you that as long as there are worshippers, there's probably ah. a risk, right? So uh, he says, like, okay. do not go to sleep. Right. So things yeah. are more or less calmed down, right? Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. Uh, there is a ghastly, chilling roar uh, at the maybe edge of the village. And the few villagers who are still in the longhouse, you know, kept keeping watch over anger, like, they look up like, oh, no. There it is. Theoden will grip his little staff. A lady, seal that door. I point <laughs> to the cellar door. We don't want anger helping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll try. Yeah, I'll seal the door. Okay, we don't have to test that. I think. All right, it's fine. 
yeah. seal it into its, uh, its uh, whatever it is, uh, its hatch. And uh, it's you know, a beast. Torches. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. soon, yeah. you start hearing this really like deep, <gasps> kind of deep breath, like you're listening to an enormous beastie. And you hear like heavy footfalls outside. And it doesn't sound like, you know, something two legged. It sounds like something four legged. And mm-hmm. there's an undercurrent of, you know, that kind of low, you know, that kind of animal sound low animal sound of a predator that sounds vaguely like a, like a chainsaw on idle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, yeah, yeah. it's like it's circling the longhouse outside. Grab torches. It's a beast. We can at least set it afire. Brother, anything you can do? Uh, let, let me look at my character sheet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think uh, he says, I'll stand ready. But that is all I can do for now. Well, visor down. Sword in hand. Do we wait till it comes to the walls, or do we go out and face it? Think, think, think. Wait a second. I know exactly what to do. Leroy Jenkins, I'm heading <laughs> to the door. <laughs> do you time it so you go out, you know, where, so that you... When he's right by the door. I, no, I'm going to face him. So I'm oh, waiting okay. to where the door is. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not being subtle. So you open the door and stand in the subtle, doorway? Um, you know, I'm going, uh, you know, torch in one hand. Sword in the other, heading out the door. Okay. I'm going to face the beast and get my clock clean properly. And the others, what We're are right you guys doing? You. Uh, I want to cast Unseen Servant and have it carry my torch mm-hmm. out and attack the thing. <laughs> Hopefully the brother will bless me. Bless my sword. Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, you'll get that for free. I don't, I don't care to test for that. So, so it gives me an extra die then, right? For a combat. Yeah. All right. Outside, Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, I'll step out as he's charging at it and you know, throw a javelin at it. All right, so uh, to the two of you go outside, right? And Bryn is essentially still yeah. inside doing the unseen servant thing. Or are you yep. are you like going out after no, the I, others? I'll, I'll wait and see. I'll be at the door. I'm gonna okay. wait and see if my torch mm-hmm. can be carried. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the two yeah, of you step thing, out. I let him charge out, and I come out right behind him and throw. <laughs> yeah, I yell, yell, foul beast! You're you're not wanted here. Leave now. And then you turn, the and, the, and the torch lights up an enormous bear face that is all smeared in this horrid black ichor. Ichor. Uh, it looks like it's it's rotting and alive, and it's staring at you with these dead eyes, and it just it's just like goes like Aah! at you, right? Why don't you test? Um, mm-hmm. Steel, uh, plus Ooh, four darn. obstacle. You can do that too, Mister Mister Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something about uh, one of these one of these things I got gives me something to steal. I think. Let me look. Is it glory hound? It just gives you a, a new uh, response, right? So you can you can go instead of go running screaming, you can go for glory. I'm sure that that's a lot of hesitation for me. Let me roll six dice. Which my object again? It is your hesitation, which should be on your sheet under steel. Six. So six versus six. Plus four for the, you know, undead demon bear thing. So ten. Okay, so it's now steel is open-ended by default. No sixes. Well, we'll go the other option. For glory! (laughs) So I'll ask Daniel Uh, first, what do you do uh, out of uh, stand and drool, run screaming, swoon, or fall prone and beg for mercy? Swoon. I think stand and drool is probably my best option. (laughs) <laughs> and you chose for glory. Yeah, I'm charging it. Cool, cool, cool. And you, you 
you will chicken. not run away for I think seven actions, right? That that's yeah. that's what it takes for you to realize that you're maybe in over your head. <laughs> Can I give me the stats for the demon bear? Here we go. I am charging. Does that give me any benefit? If we were doing a full-on fight, that would mm-hmm. that would be like a, some some kind of bonus. But uh, since we're doing versus because of time constraints and so forth, uh, it's it's not going to have any yeah. particular effect. Son of a biscuit! I have a crossbow. Oh well. That's not glorious. <laughs> so you get your sword dice plus one die. That's it, right? And I, I'm assuming your intent is to uh, stab the the horrible demon undead bear to to death. Oh yeah. All right. Swing. And the demon bear one. thing is, I think it's just gonna clamp down on you uh, and use you for a rag as a rag doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's its intent. Well. So. Uh, okay. Yes. You know, you come at it, at it with the sword, and it just like locks its its jaws right on the pauldron uh, of your sword arm, right? Uh, kind of your your mm-hmm. upper arm and your shoulder, and just like clamps yeah. down. Good thing I have six dice of armor there. Roll those uh, dice, and your obstacle is four. Hey, congratulations! Your armor saves you from being horribly mangled. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you go out first. Yay. But it has but a sword still... arm in a, in a lock, and it's just it's shaking back and forth. You're going back and forth like a ragdoll. I did mention I have a torch in hand in the other yeah. hand, so I, I, <laughs> you I'm can being... hear all this, Bryn, inside of the house. Like uh, I thought, Bryn was standing in the doorway. I don't think uh, Bryn went outside. Yeah, I, I'm nice. sending a servant out. I, yeah. I will head that way, but not quite yet. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm hoping my servant can carry a torch out and light it on fire. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It does. Like the suddenly the, the floating torch <laughs> goes outside. And after that I will head to the doorway. Yeah, the moment you peek outside, steel test. Steel test. Yes. I just roll my I mean steel. you get a really good look at this because the torch that uh Guntris is holding is waving around, illuminating the bear. You have your, <laughs> the torch from your unseen servant. Um, yeah. and I think you mentioned you Probably. had a torch. Yeah. Um Daniel Dan has a torch. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, really uh, well lit now. So I just roll my steel, 66. Yes. The obstacle is your hesitation, which is on your sheet, plus four. Oh, wow. So, so I could... Yeah. So that's nine Ooh. hesitation. Yes. Even with those sixes... Open and uh, automatically. Oh, yes. open and automatically? Cool. Oh, so cool. Yes. Three. We're at four. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, <laughs> I know. It would have been cool if you'd been like, eh, demon bear. Eh, demon. Yeah, <laughs> would have been cool, but it was not not today. That means that for five actions, you have a choice of either standing and drooling, which may be very deadly, <laughs> run away screaming, in which case you'll drop whatever you're holding, falling prone and begging for mercy, which includes also falling prone and you know, going into into you know a fetal position. And of course, uh, you can swoon. And yeah. if you swoon, you can choose to swoon for as long as you want. I mean... My whole driving goal is power, and I have to admit, I'm kind of impressed at this thing. I, I think I'm going to swoon at it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Right, so this means that you kind of fall, fall yeah. back in a swoon, like it's a, it, I, mean, I don't know if well, it's necessarily it's a dead faint, but, but it's in that realm, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, and what does Brother Theoden do? Good question. Uh, I think Brother Th- Theoden is staying out indoors, uh, praying fervently. That's what I yeah, do. Yeah. So I don't want to waste time rolling for him. Uh, what would you like to do now that you're in the, the torch? In the, torch in the eyeball. 
called shot, which is always be more difficult. Uh, being swung around like a like a rag doll makes it yeah. more difficult. Yeah. But he can't dodge. Well, he can swing you around. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. yeah. But so, what's my ob? I think you have plus two ob for the situation. He's gonna roll. Uh, his he has a great skill, savage mauling, which is what he's gonna roll. How many dice is that? Six. <laughs> for him, yeah, six. That's a good uh, skill. Yes, it's a fantastic yeah, skill yeah. if you're a bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two successes. Yay. Uh, so three, oh, five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so wonk, 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 back and forth. Yeah. Uh, roll your five, sure. um, six. How many um, armor dice do you have in the arm? Six. And he still does not get... Very good, very good. Five. Uh, yeah. So you can feel how the pauldron is giving, like pushing you know, mm-hmm. into, into your uh, shoulder and arm, but it's not getting through. Mm-hmm. I think what we should do real quick is to make a bloody versus while you're still like totally in, in craze mode, so we can expedite this a bit, given the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. give the others a chance yeah. to maybe do something. <laughs> um, how incapacitated we are. So uh, we're going to count your armor advantage, which is mm-hmm. certainly better than his. We're going to do a simple versus test. Uh, and we're going to give you and him different bonuses. And we're going to uh, divvy them up in defensive and offensive pools. Uh, and we're going to roll against each yeah, other. Yeah. I got uh, three dice in offensive and six dice in defense. Well, right now i got a total of nine dice. Let's see advantages to bloody versus attack. In the situation you're in, when you're locked in, which may not necessarily be an ongoing situation, I don't think you have an, a length advantage considering his size, uh, yeah. weapon-wise. Mm-hmm. He has scary versus armor levels, so I'm gonna take the average. So uh, he gets two extra point, extra dice for those. You have—is it full plate? Plate. I have plated mail. Plated mail. Plated mail. Uh, okay, that would be three time. dice. So you get three dice for your armor. And general bloody versus advantages. These advantages can be applied to either pool uh, at your discretion. Right, so um, these are these you can only add to your defensive pool. Right. So you're going to take your sword skill and you're going to divide it into attack and defense. And then you get plus three to your defense because of your mm-hmm. armor. He gets plus two to his attack pool. And now these are general bonuses and advantages. Uh, he has longer stride. I have uh, B4 reflexes. So he probably got better reflexes than I do. No, you have the same. So um, that's cool. Any appropriate forks for you? Brawling would be uh, an appropriate fork if you have. Yeah. It. So I got three for three, three offensive and three defensive so far. Plus the plus one for my brawling. I don't think I see any else I can bring in, and I don't have any other traits I could tap. Cool. I think can do two defense for attack. So that means. To defense, seven attack, if all the bonuses are counted in. You can do it, Leroy. <laughs> we believe in you. He is so dead. <laughs> <laughs> Am I forced to do everything, to put anything in at all in offense? Can I shove it all into the defense? If you don't want to do any damage, uh, I think you have to commit one die to attack if you... if you. Yeah, I think I'll do that. One die, one die of attack, and then everything else is going to be shoved into deep, into defense. But this does but, not mean glory, Gunter. <laughs> Very unglory thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got to play into my, into my <laughs> genre, into you know, into my over your idiom. Six, yes, <laughs> idiom. There we go. Six attack, one defense. Oh my! Oh my. <laughs> Remember that uh, you get three defense dice for your armor. You can't move them anywhere else. 
So, so you can commit. You could attack. technically commit zero to uh, defense and ha- just let your armor do the defense, and then commit the rest to uh, attack. So my total. So, so that would be four attack then, right? Yeah. Uh, should we so, do your attack in his defense first? Yeah. Swing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a two? Okay. Oh uh, wow! I actually heard him. Yep. So you 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 do well. You'll hit him. <laughs> Superficial or something. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how bad um, how bad this is. And, uh, this is his attack, and you roll your three defense. Oh, that wasn't so bad. You have a chance of actually mitigating the entire attack. No. <laughs> no, okay. but you don't. So what you do uh, is your incidental mm-hmm. harm, right? Your incidental attack, whatever that is for your sword. And that is what for your sword? Uh, is it a B5 or better? It's a B4. Okay, so uh, describe how you, like hack or jab your your sword into this bear and it does nothing because he's covering icar it's more like splashing icar around rather than cutting into him it's oh it's, you are cutting uh, it yo yeah like, like this is an undead fucking demon bear yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah and i'm slicing <laughs> into him but it's just basically i'm just not hitting anything that would like cut the muscles in his jaw that would let me go gotcha so gotcha. i'm missing i'm missing all those muscles i'm hitting him more like in the in in the chest and so forth because that's what the art sort of hit <laughs> for him, yeah, I think it, it, you're you're kind of lucky. It's still just a B five. Oh. You take a B five injury somewhere, whatever that is for you, you big tank, you. A light, <laughs> a light. So I get minus one one dice on anything, any future future endeavors. This is like for the duration of you re, you being in your like crazy for glory idiom. He thrashes a good deal of your armor and then throws you away, and you kind of dash into the the longhouse wall. You're kind of, you're done, right? And that's roughly when the rest of you like could get up from your swoon if Rin and Daniel you can act. I, I will awaken from the swoon slightly after Daniel does his thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> to put you on the spot. I think it's time to book it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to fight the thing better than Gunther did. You can do a heck of a lot of damage uh, with your javelin if you get a if you get a super. Uh, superb hit. Oh, actually, I'm looking at the wrong. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the crossbow. You could do a little bit of damage <laughs> if you hit it with a. <laughs> Javelins are not crossed. Yeah, mm, yeah. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just uh, book it out of here. <laughs> Get away from this thing. Is there is there a, a single thought for for your poor ailing mother in this? <laughs> I'm trying to think about how can I make it back to the stables to get the horses to be able to ride out of here. That's a solid idea, yeah. So I'm running for the stables. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you see that, Bryn. You come out of your swoon. Daniel is like, fuck this. Okay. There's a big demon bear outside. Our our knight is presumably out there somewhere. <laughs> Daniel, run. Yep. Uh, yeah, this seems like a bad thing. Yeah, so my, my servant probably dissipates once it goes too far out of oh, my range. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, just quick, Daniel. Roll a die of fate. Don't roll fate a one. Die. Okay, okay. You're, okay, you're, you're, you're in luck. The demon bear does not give chase. Yeah, uh, I imagine I would like to get out, but I'm not that fast, so I'd like to try and summon a new servant and, like, have it carry a very wavy, bright torch away from us to try to at least distract the bear. Okay. All right. That's a, oh. that's a solid plan. <laughs> I'm sure. The, the, uh, <laughs> The Jurassic Park move. Okay. <laughs> yep. See if I can actually cast anything. Hey, look at that. Oh, hey, cool. Now do tax. Oh, yes. 
Oh, excellent. So, I don't know if it's distracting enough, but I'm hoping it's distracting enough to get out of here. We, uh, as far as I was concerned, we were about to doom this village, and it looks pretty doomed on its own. Right. Roll me a die of fate. Die of fate. Three, okay. Well, it appears moderately distracting. Maybe there's, it, it takes a big swipe at the, at the flashing torch thing. And then it seems like it has a different agenda. So it like roars and then it just crashes through the wall right above Gunther into the <laughs> longhouse and starts. You can just hear like ah! <laughs> ripping and tearing and horrible, you know, murder sounds. Uh, it's just, you know, I'm definitely releasing my hold on the door to the basement because I want that. <laughs> <laughs> and what a brother Theoden. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I think he's barefoot. <laughs> Would purification work on that bee and that bear? It could work, but you no longer have a player playing. <laughs> yeah, it, so. yeah, he's bear food. I'm outside, you know, <clears throat> se- you know, semi-conscious against the side of the building. Um, <laughs> you could probably like stagger to your feet and run away if you wanted to. It's not very glorious. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's against your belief. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But too, you realize yeah. you're, you're beaten for now. Like you're gonna have to find some other way to deal with this thing. You know, I stand up and need this roll a die of fate to see if I can make it make it back to the stables. Sure, why not? I am way faster than him, so by the time he gets there, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the question, not Daniel. My... I mean, since you have to saddle at least, well, you don't have to, I guess. You can just grab a horse and bareback and, it out of there. Um, and you're not taking the war horse. Well, that's up to Daniel. He'll bite you. I'd take the best three horses, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, it means he gets my riding horse. So, yeah. War horses aren't known for their stamina over long distances. No, so. no, 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 no. The two of you, Brynn and, and Gunter, you're greeted to the splashing snow as uh, Daniel rides away. <laughs> the horses. Is he close enough that I can bind one of the horses to the ground? Or is he He's out? Oh, you, you want to really hurt one of the horses? <laughs> No, I won't let him go. Yes, he's he's heading for his mom, so he can put her on the back of one of those horses. Yeah, I think we'll, I'll think and, we'll and... close the the whole uh, horrible yeah. fiasco right here. Sounds <laughs> good. Yeah. And this was this was the uh, basic uh, stuff in Burning Wheel. There are a lot of other you know scripted mm-hmm. mechanics and so forth. You know, but that yeah. wouldn't be uh, Burning Wheel one hundred and one. Um, <laughs> Hudson's folks. I was I was a little sad that Ari had to go because the, there's there are so many wonderful quirks here in this situation that you really need the priest for, especially for uh, yeah. when you notice like, well, okay, some of you care about these people and some of you just want to burn everything down. Um, <laughs> how how do you deal with this? <laughs> yeah, I I, yeah. I had mixed feelings on that back and forth several mm-hmm. times. <laughs> fun times. Yeah, that's fun. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. excellent. Good to try. Thanks for running that on the spot. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. And right, you found out how deadly burning wheel, burning wheel yeah, can be. It's, it's uh, not yeah. around. Hey, hey, hey. None of you died. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's true. Although I suspect that another 20 minutes. and. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it could have happened. And and if we had been playing with the fight rules, you would have been toast. Like the mm-hmm. bear would have gone through you like tissue paper. I'm sorry. The, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad for you that we didn't play with the full on like scripted yeah, rules. Yeah. You would be toast. I, I've uh, had experience with those with the uh, the watered down version of Mouse Guard where we had to fight a, um, a a hawk. Yeah, people died in that one. This is the three rounds. 
Yeah, I think Mouse Guard does that, yeah. Actually, it's the word down version. It's more like a video game in Mouse Guard. Okay, yeah, I should go read the two and refresh myself on the differences. I've found that Burning Wheel, most of the success we've had in having any interesting action scenes has been despite the system rather than because of it. (laughs) I think it's not, not really good for that. And I think the fight, for me, when the one time we kind of experimented with it, that just made it worse for me because it took out the things I enjoy about the game. It pushes it much farther into you're just playing a game. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Yeah, no, it is yeah, that yeah. for sure. It, yeah, it's a game and you have to learn the game, be good at the yeah, game. Okay. You aren't in the moment improving, reacting to things because it's all scripted and that. It's like mm-hmm. system mastery stuff. Yeah, and you have to write the right script. So you have to know this, how the, the <laughs> scripting works. And, Gotcha. Yeah. And gotcha. It's, it, there's a whole worksheet in how to do it too. So yeah, and you need the worksheet. It's an it's an overwrought form of rock paper scissors, yeah. but you plan your your moves three moves ahead, yeah. right? I call it a video game because you're setting up combos. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to set up combos so you get the yeah. advantage. Does that extend to things like Duel of Wits? Uh, yes, yes. You, <laughs> yes. you decide you decide on a strategy. Um, okay. And then you follow through on the strategy. Although there are like there are some beginner rules to say like oh you can you can switch this out if if uh, you know you suddenly get an attack from nowhere right you you can yeah. sacrifice an action later to change this into a defense or something like oh, that. Okay, so. interesting. I like the yeah. results sometimes you get out of the scripted, but mm-hmm. I have not played. I, I've maybe had four four fights in-game since I started playing Burning Wheel Revised just before this. Uh, I think this came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. So it's a good long while ago. It's usually not something you pull out for just everything. Yeah. yeah. Like the encouragement yeah. is to do the versus tests and sometimes the bloody versus tests. Yeah. So if you'd been running like a full campaign, would this demon bear be a versus or maybe bloody versus or would you run this as a full fight? Or is that say for like considering the, big, big the bear, bag of... Considering the bear is meant to be kind of the, the last uh, kind of the the set piece battle. It would be a it would be a fight. Okay, um, okay. If we were doing like if we had all the time in the world and everybody yeah, was yeah. on it and so on and so forth. Okay. Well, thank you for the invite. Thanks for running. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and you know, the best. And with... come back and come back again if you get a chance. I am open to it. <laughs> Thanks for running. Have a good yep. night. Have a good one. Bye bye. Cheerio. Bye, no no no. You go. Okay. Sort of assertiveness is excellent. I feel like there's a lot to mine here. We could stay here for a while. Don't tempt him. <laughs> this sounds like he doesn't need much tempting. I thought I heard Dirk say something, so I'm going to jump on him and be like, you, I'm sure you have a way out of this non-sequitur nope, nonsense. We're stuck crying for fucking years now. <laughs> and John can mute while he opens his package. Bear with us, people. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.